morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning, July. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM, 97.3. The power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. You've been praying, praying, fasting, fasting, expecting. You are next in line. Name it, name it, claim it, claim it, and say it. I am next. Welcome to Friday, the 16th of June, 2023. This is the CT Breakfast Show. Live on your dial, 97.3 FM. Broadcasting live from Adabraka to every corner of the world on the wings of citynewsroom.com. My name is Nathan Kral, sitting in for a regular host, Bernard Avle. It's always a pleasure bringing you the biggest breakfast in town. Grab a seat and let's have breakfast. And what a way to start a Friday morning. Quincy your team with the song Next in Line. Maybe you are down. Maybe you are wondering what you can do to encourage yourself. 
play this song and, and speak to your own soul. You are next in line for that breakthrough. You are next in line for that miracle. Great way to start a Friday morning. Join us. Let's have breakfast on the number 0549-986-996. On Twitter at City973, hashtag CityCBS. We start off with our business sense brought to us by ADB. ADB is asking if you are a paid employee or a salaried worker and whether or not you need a personal loan to resolve your financial issues. If you answered yes, ADB is offering you a variety of personal loans, including top-up loans at significantly reduced interest rates. We also enjoy a longer term of up to six years. Your offer is open to non-customers as well. The offer, I should say. Now, kindly visit the nearest ADB branch or call them on 0302-210-210 or 0302-224043 for further inquiries. ADB, the People's Bank, ADB, truly a Greek and more. Now, this morning, our business sense is a very simple but straightforward one. It's from Antoine de Saint-Exprit, who says, A goal without a plan is just a wish. A goal without a plan is just a wish. So there's this goal you have in mind, a target. You want to meet a certain objective. Now, between seeing it in your mind's eye and getting there, there's a bridge in between. That bridge is called a plan. Now, if you do not employ a plan, you are not achieving those goals. Right? For example, if you say you want to save 100,000 CDs right, at the end of the calendar year and you haven't figured out a plan of how to, f- how to put that 100,000 CDs away, are you getting a side hustle? Are you working extra hours? Are you getting a second job? So that goal on paper, or the thing that you've written on your phone or the thing in your mind that says, well, I want to have 100,000 CDs at the end of the year. Between conceiving it and actually seeing 100,000 CDs in front of you, either in your Momo account or your bank account, you need a plan. Without a plan, nothing works. Nobody has ever achieved anything without a plan. Everything you can think of, everything. Even cooking your food requires a plan. Your favorite football team will not win without a plan. If they just show up on match day, they are going to get pasted. So a goal without a plan is just a wish. A plan is that difference between seeing it in your mind and seeing it in front of you as a tangible item. That's our business sense brought to us by ADB. ADB is the people's bank. ADB truly a great and more. The newspaper review comes up next. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. The City Breakfast. 
633. This is still the City Breakfast Show. These are coming from the whispers, the chorus, and the beat goes on. One song in the category of songs that are def- that are defined by their bass lines. <laughs> it goes on. Anyway, new surprise is brought to us by Fidelity Bank. As a business owner, you want your business to grow. The Fidelity Ejapa account is here to help. Now, with the Fidelity Ejapa account, you enjoy a convenient payment and cash collection option. You get access to competitively priced loans. A dedicated relationship officer, free insurance cover up up to 48,000 CDs, free inter-account transfer, and free subscription to our e-banking platforms. Dial star 776-0 hash or visit fidelitybank.com.gh today to sign up for a Fidelity Ejapa account. T's and C's apply. And the segment is also brought to us by Total Energies. They have specially formulated quartz engine oil. And it's designed with age resistance technology. That means it keeps your engine running efficiently and effectively. And it keeps that engine younger for longer. Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. Godfrey Akotobafu is here. It's a Friday morning. Godfrey, how are you doing? Good morning. Um, well, happy Friday. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. The beat is going on. Yeah, the beat goes on. I'll go to it later. And you'll let me take to the front pages of the dailies today, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, front page of the daily graphic. Electricity access hits 90% in 2024, according to the energy minister. Which mm-hmm. will steps in to resolve Boku conflict. And uh, there's a focus on Clotte Koli, <laughs> a mix of middle class <laughs> and slum dwellers. Uh, the uh, report on Charles B. is also on the front page. Uh, the Daily Guide is carrying that same story. Baumia has also filed for flag bearer. Uh, Utunfo starts Boku Peace Talks, also on the front page. And the NPP has raked in 3.3 million Ghana cities from presidential aspirants. Okay, good money for the NPP. Um, the front page of the Republic presses a Stambic girl jailed eight years for blowing customers' cash. Okay, so the other time was this one, this today is this one. Okay, all right. BOG laments swelling fraud cases in banks. It's something they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. NDC minority tackles a Kufadu over Mahama Dumso jab. It's Baumia versus Mahama. Bakbin writes of Alan. If you go to the Inquisitor newspaper, uh, says uh, that landmine for Veep as grabby agenda is rolled out. And then uh, there's a battle between Kennedy. Japan MP for Asin Central and Yawaduma Kubefi, and it says that they go bonkers. Also on the front page of the paper is the energy minister and his focus and his update on the energy situation in the country. It says lights shall continue to stay on. Now, if I take you to the Ghanaian Times, there's a photo of uh, Dr. Kujo Farijan. Yes. Dr. Farijan, long time no see. Uh, it says, hasten slowly. Dr. Farijan advises EC. And this is on the matter of introducing new technology into election processes. As Antihini appeals to factions in Boko conflict to lay down guns, Edges Corporation in bringing peace to abuse you also makes it to the front page of the Ghanaian. It's on the front page of every newspaper <laughs> yeah. that has come out this yes, morning. Yes, 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 yes. 500 houses at Ablekuma, Ramsar site to undergo earthquake resistance test. That's interesting. Uh, front page of the Finder newspaper. Uh, 
82 million Ghana CDs stolen from financial institutions' Momo accounts. 188 staff of financial institutions part of the criminals. Uh, looks like the finder is focusing heavily on that mm-hmm. today because yeah. they also say fraudsters steal 26 million Ghana CDs from mobile money accounts in 2022, which is an increase of 117 percent. Dr. Baumia is on the front page is filing today mm-hmm. and the Yabongura is also on the front page of the Finder newspaper. If you go to the Chronicle, very sad story, Linda Okroku goes home tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Please avert bloodbath in Osudoku as rival clans clash over large tracts of prime land and the, the photos Nathan, I mean of some of the victims of the attack, uh, some with very bashed very heads, uh, swollen faces and in fact the chief of Agoto Nenetekwisi if you see the photo of Nenetekwisi he has been badly beaten it's on the front page of the paper uh, Baumia takes steps to succeed the Kufuado we'll be keeping an eye on that development mm-hmm. today I think on Monday uh, Mr. Alan Kujusha Martin filed and today uh, yeah, the vice about. president is filing the Ghanaian Observer also carries that um, story the government is committed to addressing energy challenges, according to uh, Honorable Samuel Atia. Government to increase access to STEM education, coming from the Deputy Education Minister Reverend Intim Fodjo. Hey, all right, that's all for me. <laughs> What's online? Well, the online portals, let's start with citynewsroom.com. It says IMF staff conclude visit to Ghana, acknowledge signs of economic stability. Mm. Uh, Global Info Analytics, they have a few. Um, you know stories out here 70 percent of mpp delegates believe ghana is headed in right direction okay and 34 percent of these same delegates prefer baumia to lead party okay ec sets october 3 for district level election and minority demands details of government want one student one tablet initiative i thought you had the herald somewhere with you but if not the herald's front page let me share that with you says a greek minister defects from alan chairman camp list of 111 mpp mp supporting baumia out kabinet japan and yawaduma kube feet rubbish kenna japan and Jinapot tackles a Kufuado energy minister attaching over stolen project and false claims. That's on the front page of the Herald. I got that virtually. Uh, staying with citynewsroom.com. Rejected drabbing MCE. Court admits viral bribe video as evidence. So that's also what is there. And um, other stories on that platform. We don't need a warrant to arrest a suspect. That's coming from the OSP. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, banks lost 56 million CDs to fraud in 2022. That's according to a BOG report. There's also the IMF staff story here. They conclude visit to Ghana. And on the City Business Festival, Taka Awari shares insights on building a winning SME team. If you go to City Sports Online, um, citysportonline.com, um, Hans Nunu Sape says football runs in the family. He talks about his ties to famous uncle Hans Edu Sape. Um, and that 23, the Meteors, they took on Egypt yesterday and they drew. And Jude Bellingham says, I would like to play with Mbappe at Real Madrid. Okay. <laughs> the wheels are turning. If you go to myjoyonline.com, they also have some stories on their portal. And it says, Ghana's economic recovery, Ghana's recovery, Ghana's economy, sorry, shows signs of recovery, IMF staff mission. EU plants 500 trees in the Tiwa forest and launches green jobs report. 
and other stories on that portal. On, on the international front, the BBC says professional soldiers to petty thieves, the changing face of Russia's dead. And they have a life taker. African leaders head to Ukraine on peace mission and the desperate search for relatives on Greece boat. That's a story that's uh, quite distressing. Okay, then let me start from the Baumia side of things. Yes. Since we also have that report on him uh, on the poll that we did on City News. So mm-hmm. let me start from the Chronicles from Pictures. Baumia takes steps to succeed. Akufado submits form today. And the story is on page two of the paper. Says the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, who electoral polls describe as a foreigner in the upcoming presidential primary of the NPP, will file his nomination form today at the asylum down headquarters of the party. The filing of the forms, which we have earlier picked up on his behalf, is the preparatory process to succeed his boss. Nana Uncle Akufado also shows his preparedness to battle it out with the likes of Alan Martin, Dr. Efriye, Akoto and others. Now, there are different angles to this. Um, if you go to the Herald, they say that uh, he has 111 MPP MPs supporting him, including one who is be- it is being uh, reported has defected from the Allen camp, and that is Brian Achampong. Uh, the Herald's story on page 3 says that Brian Achampong, the IBTV member of parliament, has withdrawn his support for the former trade and for the former trade and industry minister, Alan Kujoche Martin, passing out as one of the major blues to hit that camp. Brian Achampo has recently had been a key supporter of Mr. Chermatin's 2024 flag bid, but the Herald's findings are that he has since jumped that ship and become part of a tall list of NPP MPs who are actively supporting the Vice President, Alaji Mahmoud Baumia, to lead the party into next year's elections. Now, according to the Herald's list, um, we have uh, Alexander Kwamina Fenomakin of Ifutu, Alasan Tampuli of Kushegu, Dakwa Newman of Okaikwe, South Dan Butcher of Okre, Derry Am- uh, Ambrose Derry of Nandom, Dominic Nitiwul okay. of Bimbilas, and Sumbuache. You know, quite an extensive list there. Anyway, the, if you go to citynewsroom.com, it says a new survey by Global Info Analytics and City TV City FM conducted among MPP delegates has revealed that the Vice President, Dr. Baumia, leads the f- a former Trades and Industry Minister Alan Tremating and MP Fasin Central Kennedy Japan um, in the race to lead the party. Okay, and um, Dr. Bamia leads with 34.8% of the votes, followed by Alan Tremati with 27.9, and Kennedy Japan with 12.5. But staying with that, the Alan camp is not too happy. Okay, mm. now they are saying MPP on MPP primaries, Bamia using government resources personnel for his campaign. Now, a former director of comms at the NPP and spokesperson for Alan Chermatin's campaign, Yabwabiya Samoa, is saying that the vice president is using government resources and personnel to get delegates to accept him as a candidate. That, he said, contributed to the findings of a survey conducted by Global Info Analytics and, as here at CTFM and CTTV, among MPP delegates. Now, I've already read the results to you and has Dr. Baumia leading and uh, the people in the Alan camp are saying that the vice president is heavily campaigned. Let me give you a quote. Uh, quote, he has government appointees going around offering incentives. There are those who are being threatened to follow through. There are those who are being promised all manner of things. End quote. Okay. So, <laughs> let me take you to... The inside politics is heavy. Let me take you to the Finder newspaper then. And uh, this report from financial institutions, very scary, uh, says that 82 million Ghana CDs stolen from financial institutions... And Momo accounts details are on page two of the paper, and on page four, uh, there's also 26 million stolen from Momo accounts in 2022. So, let me give you the first story on page two. Uh, the total money 
criminals, including staff of financial institutions, stole from banks, specialized deposit-taking institutions, and payment service providers in 2022 amounted to 82 million Ghana cities. It comprises 56 million stolen from banks and SDIs and 26 million stolen from mobile money, which falls in the category of PSPs. It means that 56 million SDIs, 56 million Ghana cities, and... Okay, that's okay. That doesn't rhyme. Just these are contained in the Bank of Ghana's mm-hmm. uh, fraud report on banks, specialized deposit-taking institutions, and payment service providers. The report is a definitive overview of various attempts, attempted, and/or successful fraudulent activities recorded by Ghana's banking institutions, specialized deposit-taking institutions, and payment service providers, which is uh, mm. not very. It is not pleasant reading. Yeah. So that uh, extension okay. comes to page four. Okay. Uh, the 26 million Ghana cities that has been stolen from mobile money accounts in 2022, and it is an increase of 117% from the previous year. So it looks to, uh, it seems to have gone up mm-hmm. as a particular kind of crime, something that we need to keep yes. an eye on. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, they also have a similar story and they are quoting from the BOG report. Now, the BOG says the top five fraud activities that impacted the most included forgery and manipulation of documents, fraudulent withdrawals, check fraud, cyber or email, and cash theft, also known as cash suppression. So uh, you can visit citybusinessnews.com to get more on the financial crimes and fraud. I will take you to page 13 of the Ghanaian Times, where the Asantehene appeals to factions in Boko conflict to lay down guns. Zotunfo say to the second has called on the parties in the Boko conflict to lay down their guns and allow peace to prevail as he leads efforts to seek a lasting solution. The Asantini has therefore stressed his determination to resolve the conflict for peace to prevail in the country. According to the Asantini, some key personalities and royals had been met already and the moment the arbitration takes off, the truth in the matter will come out and peace will prevail. And this is very, very important. The conflict in Boko has taken a lot of lives and continues to create significant turmoil in that part of the country. Also, uh, on page 12 of the same yeah. newspaper, there's something happening in my part of town. Uh, 500 <laughs> houses at Ablikuma Ramsa site to undergo earthquake resistance test. About 500 buildings located on the Ramsa site in the Ablikuma West Municipality. And it always baffles me how we see this easily. 500 buildings located on the Ramsa site. <laughs> 500 not buildings on the Ramsa site. But five on the Ramsa site. You know, even if it is one, the it's not supposed to be there. Ramsa site, you know, in the Greater Accra region, are to undergo a structure integrity assessment exercise, sustain their earthquake resistance in an exercise to begin from July 1 this year. The assembly will pull down buildings which fail to meet the earthquake resistance test. The Minister Chief Executive <laughs> of Ablikuma, Mr. George Cyril Bray, has disclosed. Mr. Bray told the Ghanaian Times yesterday in cried that the assembly was currently evacuating some residents for an immediate demolition on a three-story uncompleted building at Dansuban Otojo. A suburb of Accra, which had some structural deficits. Quote, the property owners will be surcharged for all costs incurred by the assembly until the engineers of the Ghana and Forces has completed the structural integrity assessment exercise and come out with their recommendations. Noted that the structural integrity assessment followed recommendations from a committee set up by the assembly to draw a roadmap on how to halt the encroachment on the Ramsar site. Now, this is interesting. It says, no building had been granted permit on the Ramsar site and asked the public to desist from purchasing land and property in those areas, adding that the the three-story uncompleted building, which was tilting and about to collapse, had to be demolished. I've seen um, this particular building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I chanced upon this meeting two nights ago when it was taking place. (laughs) And my, my issue on the matter is, 
it's not just like it's perhaps the fastest developing part of Danzuman, the Ramsar site. It's filled and it's filled with really expensive buildings. It's mm. not your. It's not like you have uh, ghetto style buildings or slum style buildings. Mm. These are proper houses being put up on that particular. Place. And according to him, nobody has a permit. By and there are five hundred houses, Mister Bray. You have a lot of work to do. Anyway, if you go back to citynewsroom.com, it's a very interesting story talking about CSOs and teacher groups providing or giving a damning verdict of Ghana's basic education system. Mm. You, you talk a lot mm. about that. That's now, according to <laughs> 10 organizations, the current state of Ghana's educational systems coupled with poor financing uh, leave much to be desired. The, the groups in the document titled Memorandum of Issues in the Basic Education, uh, education Sector complained about a myriad of problems, including overcrowding in some schools. The groups also lamented that some schools in the country continue or were, were still operating under trees, sheds, or dilapidated structures. The groups also complain about a lack of textbooks and exercise books for school children, non-payment of utility bills, lack of incentives for teachers in rural areas, politicization of recruitment of teachers, among others. So you can visit citynewsroom.com to find that. And uh, there's a link to the document. You can read it. It's a seven-page document just detailing the major problems in the educational sector at the basic level. Okay, let me take you to the front page of the Daily Graphic. The Energy Minister has been giving some significant updates. It says that access to electricity is expected to reach 90% by the close of next year. He explained that the current level of access was 88%, and by next year, the country would hit the 90% mark, making it possible for the nation to achieve universal access by 2025. Speaking on powering a sustainable and digital future for West Africa using the pioneering case of WIPA Authority, uh, Dr. Opoku Prempe said the country was also on course to achieve 10% contribution of renewable sources to the generation mix by 2030. Quote, the country's renewable energy installed capacities added at 60 megawatts, representing 3% of total installed generation capacity. In absolute or nominal terms, Ghana should be having close to 1,350 megawatts of installed renewable energy in the generation capacity by 2030. This was in a speech read on his behalf by his technical assistant, Kwame Ejepon. All right, the let's go to the office of the special prosecutor. Okay, now this mm, week that office has been Charles in the Bissou. news. Yes, it's been chasing Charles Bissou all over the place, and the office is saying that it possesses the authority to arrest suspects of interest without a warrant. The OSP clarified its position on Twitter shortly after a, high, a human rights court granted an interlocutory injunction restraining the special prosecutor or its assigns from arresting Charles Bissou. Now, the statement said, quote, The general public is advised that in the exercise of its police powers, the office of the special prosecutor can arrest without a warrant any person it reasonably suspects of having committed corruption or corruption-related offenses, end quote. Now, following an application by Charles Bissou's lawyers, the Human Rights Court, presided over by Justice Nicholas Abudakbi, issued an interim injunction restraining the office of the special prosecutor or its agents from executing an alleged... Uh, arrest warrant against Bisu. Uh, on page 3 of the Ghanaian Times says that 13 fake drug peddlers grabbed at Kwame Nkrumah. They grabbed only 13? <laughs> <laughs> only 13? They should have grabbed more. 
A total of 13 fake drug peddlers at the New Plan and VIP lawyer stations at the Kwame Nkrumah Interchange in Accra were on Tuesday arrested in a swoop by the Pharmacy Council in collaboration with the police. Several quantities of fake drugs, unlicensed drugs and unapproved medicines, including tramadol, uh, penis enlargement creams, delay spray, bazooka long journey and other aphrodisiacs were also seized during the operation. Some peddlers who got wind of the operation took to their heels, leaving behind their wares. Briefing journalists after the operation, the head of intelligence gathering and enforcement of the pharmacy council, Mr. William Rutterman, said the operation followed caution issued by the council to persons involved in the retail of drugs on the streets to desist from the practice. He said that drug peddling as well as van peddling had become a major health care challenge. Mm, interesting. Interesting stories um, there. Let's uh, get to um the imf now the imf uh, they had the team in town they were here between june 8 and june 15. they were led by stefan rude who um you know, was here and the visit aimed to engage with ghanaian authorities and stakeholders to assess recent economic developments and review the implementation of the fund supported program which was approved on may 17. now this story is on citynewsroom.com and at the end of the visit mr rude acknowledged positive signs of stabilization in the Ghanaian economy. He highlighted softening inflation, an increase in international reserves, and a less volatile exchange rate as key indicators of progress amid a complex global economic backdrop. Yeah, let me give you two quick stories from the Ghanaian Chronicle. And uh, this is the one about Osudoku. Please avert bloodbath. Mm. Timely intention by the police averted what could have been a bloodbath at Agoto, near Osuwem in the Shai Osudoku district of the Greater Accra region. Despite the role played by the police, a, fact a factional chief was severely tortured by his opponents and is currently receiving medical attention. The mayhem, the Chronicle was told, was as a result of a dispute over land in the Accra plains between two Dangbe-speaking groups from Ningo and Osudoku. The Chronicle's independent investigators revealed that the present chief of Agoto, Nenetekwisi, who is in charge of a large tract of land in the Accra Plains, hails from the Jangmakusalem clan and is really recognized by the Sudoku Traditional Council. Ironically, the Ningos from the Sorry. Ironically, the Ningos from the Jangmaku Manya clan have also laid claim to the same tract of land that is being considered as a hot kick following massive developments springing up in the area. And this is what led to the dispute. And if you, Nathan, you see the images on the front page of the yeah, paper, yeah, this, people were properly beaten. Uh, because of this large tract of land. And also on page two, a security man has been jailed 22 years for attacking residents whilst naked. So a 22-year-old private security man, Al-Hassan mm. Abdul Rauf, has been sentenced to a total of 22 years in prison after having been found guilty of stabbing a resident of an apartment he was guarding. The Rauf broke into the residence of the victim, changed into the latter's husband's clothes, before stabbing her twice in the abdomen while she was dressing Wow, that's that's a crazy. very dis crazy story, and there are lots of these, you know, crime stories popping up a lot more. Just uh, as we wrap up on the international front, uh, there's a bit of a tragedy in Greece where uh, boat has capsized, and according to the BBC, survivors from a fishing boat that sank off southern Greece in one of Europe's worst migrant disasters say up to 100 children may have been on board. At least 78 people have already been confirmed dead, but many could still be missing at sea, with reports suggesting that up to 750 people were aboard the vessel. Nine people, including several Egyptians, have been arrested on suspicion of people trafficking, according to Greek TV. 
The Coast Guard has been criticized for not intervening earlier, but authorities say their offers of aid were refused. Finally, from me, I will do a local story on page uh, 23 of the Daily Graphic. And there's a precedent. Uh, he says, Professor Amar Taidu was an outstanding writer advocate. Uh, President Anadanko Kufado has described the late Professor Amar Taidu as an outstanding writer advocate for women Africans and the progressive people around the world. The president said he and Prof. Edu were contemporaries at the University of Ghana and she brought a lot of glory to our country by her works, her personality and by the cause she stood for. And this is when her family paid a care to call on him at the Jubilee House in Accra to officially announce the death of the professor and burial arrangements and the family um, went there. Uh, she will lie in state on July 13 this year and be buried in her hometown Abiyazi Chako in the Fansiman municipality in the central region the following day. She will be given a state-assisted burial. All right. Thank you so much, Godfrey. That was the newspaper review. Coming up next is the City Business News. This is the, the City Breakfast Show. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Seven on the dot. Coming up next is the City Business News brought to us by Goyle. Goyle is saying that if you run out of fuel, get into any of their service stations and buy top quality fuel. They've got the Super XP Run 95 and Diesel. Diesel XP. They are the best quality fuels with high performance in town for your vehicle. Get into any of Goyle's 440 service stations across the country and join the family that rewards you with quality for an energized driving experience. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, yeah, yeah, dear. MTN is also bringing us the City Business News. And they're asking whether you've wondered how to subscribe to a particular MTN service and how to view, add, or cancel your mobile subscription all from one place. Just dial star 175 hash to access and manage all your subscriptions everywhere you go. Well, let's get into the City Business News. Nilati Lati is here with all the details. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN and Goyle and Powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. I am Ni Lati Lati. The International Monetary Fund, IMF, is asking government to ensure timely restructuring agreements with creditors as they are critical to securing the expected benefits of the $3 billion fund-supported program. This comes after a mission staff from the IMF led by Stefan Roudet concluded their visit to Ghana on Thursday. The team arrived in the country last week to engage with Ghanaian authorities and stakeholders and assess the implementation of Ghana's economic recovery program. In a statement, Mr. Roudet highlighted the softening inflation an increase in international reserves and a less volatile exchange rate as key indicators of progress amid a complex global economic backdrop. He also acknowledged positive signs of stability in the Ghanaian economy. Away from that, and president of BCA leadership, if Pan-African coaching organization, Dr. Modupe Taylor-Pierce has reiterated calls for African leaders to be more prudent with the fiscal expenditure of individual African countries. This is to help reduce instances where African countries frequent the IMF for financial support. He's been speaking to City Business News. 
It is unfortunate that a lot of uh, African countries have to go to the IMF. And there are sometimes some reasons why you have to do it. But we have to remember this. If you are not able to manage your finances, the first thing that we need to do in Africa is we need to start as a living within our means. And that is our leaders. So our leaders from the president on need to start living within our means. You cannot be unable to balance your own checkbook and then you are taking a private jet with 53 people to go to a meeting somewhere. Dr. Modupetela Pierce is the president of BC Leadership, a Pan-African coaching organization. Now, banks and other financial institutions in the country recorded a total loss value of 56 million Ghana CDs attributable to fraud for the year ending 2022. This is, however, a 7.8% drop compared to the 61 million Ghana CDs recorded in 2021. According to data from the 2022 fraud report compiled by the Financial Stability Department of the Bank of Ghana, in addition to the banks, the others were specialized deposit-taking institutions and payment service providers. The top five fraud activities that impacted most of the institutions in the sector included forgery and manipulation of documents, fraudulent withdrawals, check fraud, cyber and email fraud, and cash theft. Over the period, the total number of fraud incidents recorded was 15,164. Now, as part of its corporate social responsibility, Fidelity Bank Ghana has presented a newly constructed six-unit classroom block to the people of Dorsey in the Wild West District of the Upper West Region. According to the bank, the move forms part of efforts to support 15 marginalized schools across the country with a suite of customized resources and facility upgrades. Addressing the media during the commissioning of the project managing director of the bank, Julian Oponi explained that the decision was also part of the bank's Orange Impact Initiative and its 15th anniversary. On our 15th year anniversary, we launched our Orange Impact Initiative, which was focused on addressing some of the challenges within education in our country. And we know that the key challenges are around access, around the affordability and also the quality of education. And so we thought we would try and address, at least on the access side, good infrastructure to help children as they learn. This came about as a referral from one of our own members of staff in our WA branch. And so we thought we would make this our flagship initiative under Orange Impact. So we decided to construct a six classroom block for as a bank, we are an integral part of the ecosystem that drives development. The challenges of the community in which you operate should be reflected in the way you operate. If the community develops, the bank develops. Fidelity is an indigenous Ghanaian bank primarily, and therefore the things that matter to Ghanaians matter to us. And if we don't create a positive impact around the foundational elements of developing any nation, then we also do not grow. We have indicated that we really support on our CSR side education, health, economic empowerment, and also we look at the environmental awareness. And we strongly support the sustainable development goals primarily these are aligned to sdg 3 4 8 9 and 30. That's Managing Director of Fidelity Bank Ghana, Julian Oponi, on his part, the Chief of Dorsi, Nabawa Seidu, applauded the move by Fidelity Bank to bring development through education to the area. Education is the bedrock of development and for a bank such as Fidelity Bank Ghana to have chosen a hard-to-reach community as it was said in the World West speaks volumes of a genuine desire by the bank to bring development through education the community as a social corporate responsibility deserves commendation and gratitude. 
the selection of Duase among 15 communities nationwide can only be described. As God sent to get Duase added to the 15 communities to benefit from this magnificent project consisting of six spacious classrooms. And Nabawa Seidu is the chief of Duase in the Wild West district of the Upper West region. On the currency market, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 10 CDs, 98 pesos. The British pound gained 7 pesos and is selling at 14 CDs, 2 pesos. The euro gained 1 peso and is selling at 12 CDs, 2 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 11 CDs, 70 pesos, while the British pound is selling at 14 CDs, 80 pesos. And the euro is going for 12 CDs, 60 pesos. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for part 2 of the topic, what to do when you have less than 10 years to retirement. As we continue to focus on those with 10 years or less to retirement, here are a few more strategies you can consider to help you better prepare. Number one, if you think you will not be ready to face retirement from a financial standpoint, you can consider making a change to your lifestyle to make things easier for you when you retire. For example, you can consider a change of residence where you move from a bigger house to a smaller one and use the equity to help finance your retirement expenses. You can also consider trading down to a smaller, easier to run vehicle. You should also consider buying life insurance before you retire as things will get more expensive after the fact. In fact, there are some companies that won't offer you insurance once you have passed a certain age. Finally, consult a licensed investment advisor from an investment firm such as Databank to get input on how you can invest towards your retirement as well as during your retirement. Take control of your retirement today. Invest wisely. That was Gillian Hammer of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN and Goyle and Powered by your most comprehensive business website. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. The power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the, the City Breakfast Show. Yeah. Me kai sam ram me sit me nam for force me di gana beko baby baby baby. Me kai. Madam Fubia your friend the me ready 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 yeah. In some way me kai ne move fuck as he ne call me when you meet me. What's in the fahin I make a Jimmy Dean coming any? Just believe it, don't you ever give up. Ten after seven. There's still the city breakfast show. Coming up next is the city business edition. God is in control. Because it's part of our I mean, it takes on a, a new value in our business month. Now, June is our business month here at City FM and City TV. The month is Make It Ghana. It's a month-long conversation on how to grow, improve, and expand your business with seasoned industry experts. Now, last week or in week one, we looked at reimagining the digital economy. This week, we've been talking about SMEs. Building resilient SME brands. Next week, uh, God willing, we'll look at the changing face of the Ghanaian retail market. And in week four, we'll, we'll talk about agribusiness. So we'll try and understand and leverage agribusiness value chains. Now, every weekday at 9.05 on the CT Breakfast Show, we'll give you the City Business Festival on a series to help you get information to kickstart your, uh, your business and strengthen it. 
and then we have our lovely forums on TV every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Now, the City Business Festival is powered by City TV and City FM in partnership with APSA, proudly sponsored by MTN Momo, MTN Business, and ZPay with support from Gesso. Now, coming up on the City Business Edition, we continue with personal finance. So today, we are talking to Doris Ahiati. Doris Ahiati is with uh, Crescendo Consult, and she'll be talking about how to rebuild confidence with your investments. A great topic, especially in these very challenging times. So that's what we are serving you this morning on the City Business Edition. Do stay tuned and enjoy. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Welcome to another edition of the On Air series for the City Business Festival 2023. This year, we are making it Ghana. This week, we're focusing on SME, but every Friday, we bring you a discussion around personal finance. And I'm sure a lot of you remember last week, Leticia, or in your first views around how to um, rebuild after a financial setback. It's the same thing we're working with because the, the, the basic uh, premise is that from somewhere around Q3 2022, a lot of Ghana's macro indicators began to point southwards. We went for an IMF program. There was a debt exchange program. Haircuts were given. Lots of people have lost their money. People say they don't have money. Those who have money don't want to invest it in a normal way. So I've gone to invite Doris Agri Ahiati, who is from Crescendo Consult, to help us think through how to recover and how to regain confidence in our investments. Doris, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning, Ben, and thank you very much. Good morning to your listeners as well. Is it right if I said since the beginning of this year, you've been getting calls to come and talk about this type of topic? <laughs> Rightfully so. Uh, yes, uh, there's a lot of demand. The one-on-one and going beyond having mm-hmm. to speak, there are also those that will be sending you frequent messages mm-hmm. and phone calls just personally to see um, seek a little bit of advice. Mm. And basically, it's because the economy is difficult. Economy, time times are hard indeed True. now so what does crescendo consult do before i even get into the topic what, what what do you people do thank you very much for the opportunity so crescendo consult limited provides services that we've organized under three mm-hmm. broad categories mm-hmm. the first part has to do with financial consulting and advisory so mm-hmm. on this side we help people to put their finances in order as individuals as families groups and then as corporations, we do diagnostics of financial health and we make recommendations. We also help people to raise funds and bring them in touch with investors and financiers. We don't manage funds, so that makes us very independent and objective in the views and uh, recommendations that we give people. Mm-hmm. Then the second part has to do with management consulting. Okay. Under management consulting, we are basically helping businesses and organizations to run their mm-hmm. business along strategy lines that would enhance the value that they are producing, promote growth. 
And then the third part has to do with people development. That's where we provide executive coaching, team coaching, group coaching, training services, mm -hmm. among others. Wonderful. So we're talking about how to survive in tough economic times. Mm. Um, tell me what you have. What, what should I do? I mean, this is a, I even need this myself. <laughs> it's not even for the listeners. I need it myself. Yeah. So how do we survive? What are your ideas? And, and this, this is personal finance. Well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, when I was preparing, it was interesting that I decided to look at the former British Empire. Mm -hmm. And following shortly after the, the Great Depression and the World Wars, mm -hmm. there was what has become known as the austerity season that the United Kingdom went through. And this was a season where they had suffered the economic depression and then there had been a war mm -hmm. during which time that their yeah, power it became evident that it could not uh, be the dominant global power. And what they did during this season of austerity, just trying to paint a background that what Ghana is going through is not the very first time in history that a particular country has had to go through it. Mm -hmm. They had been rationing food during the war and they had to continue rationing food for the following 10 years. So this was in the 1940s. This, this was what that the UK went through. During that time as well, the quality of healthcare was not up to the standards that we have. But like all austerity seasons, it sort of stimulates the creativity of the people that are going through mm -hmm. the austerity. Mm. And so Ghana is going through austerity. There is a, a level of global austerity, but what Ghana is going through seems to be more aggravated compared to some of its neighbors, even right here on the continent. And so I'm thinking that we can begin to look at like the British started with food. Mm -hmm. It's always staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> Stay alive first. Yes. Mm. So I'm categorizing the approaches to surviving this season of austerity for us in Ghana mm. under three broad headings and they are your physical well-being, okay. the spiritual and social well-being, mm -hmm. and then the mental and professional health. Mm. So physical well-being, mm -hmm. spiritual and social well-being, yes, and then mental and professional health. Health. All right. So under physical well-being, what are we talking about? Physical well-being, obviously, we want to make sure that we are okay. Mm -hmm. um, when the times are good, we eat lots of protein. We are able to afford the chicken, the meats, and etc. Think about the Israelites <laughs> going into the wilderness and missing the meats they had been eating. So they were also enduring some form of austerity, right? Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we are eating. But in times like this, you won't be sure of food supplies, even if you have partners or colonies that should be supplying you with food mm -hmm. because your ships have been sunk, you don't have the logistics to have them transported to you. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they had to make do with whatever quantities they come. You mm -hmm. stretch it for it to last. Mm -hmm. And so instead of eating, say, a cup of rice, mm -hmm. in times of austerity, you will eat, be satisfied. You look at what is the barest quantity that will keep me alive. So we are talking about portion control here. Wow. Yes. Can't be eaten by heart. You can't be eaten by heart. <laughs> the frequency of the eating um, has to be reviewed. There are those that these days have introduced tactics like 
delay the breakfast, you know. So they say uh, intermittent fasting is also good for our health. So there's a benefit in there. Mm -hmm. They delay the breakfast to half past 10, 11. Mm -hmm. And then the dinner comes in also a little bit late or if you like early around 435. Mm -hmm. And then the rest is water. But it's important that you pay attention to the quality mm -hmm. of the food. Mm -hmm. It's quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. um, you can't afford excesses here when it comes to the food that you are consuming. Mm -hmm. But aim that you are spreading the food into the foreseeable period. Another area when we talk about the physical well-being that's important is having access to clean water. It's mm -hmm. as good as part of the food anyway. And mm -hmm. then quality rest. Hmm. Sometimes in times like this, physical well-being, mm. um, we think so much, which falls under the mental part, but we have sleepless nights. Mm. But sleep contributes to our immune system. So it's important that you are paying attention to the quality of sleep. As I'm talking about how to survive, I'm mindful that it is how you are spending the resources that you currently have, the money that you have. Mm -hmm. So you are using the money that you have to buy food, mm -hmm. but you are measuring how far that money can take you. And it's probably going to require that you are not buying too much, that you are not... Um, Yes, wasting mm -hmm. what you are buying and you are consuming just enough and the quality is mm -hmm. also good. Mm -hmm. When it comes to quality of sleep, <clears throat> little investment that you can make that will enhance the quality of your sleep. Um, so if where you are sleeping is so hard that it takes away from the quality of rest that you are having, it's okay at this time to invest a little bit of money towards having that quality of rest for your physical well-being in times of austerity. If it's too hot and a hole needs to be made in your room, um, this season it's a bit cool so that you cut down on power mm. um, for your AC, AC or something like that. But mm. you still don't end up sweating and sitting up all night. So okay. these are practical things to do. Very. But sleep practical. is a very key part of your health. Yes. Amazing. What about exercise and those things? It's the next thing on my list. So fitness. Mm -hmm. When you've woken up in the morning, Fitness, mental fitness, physical fitness, activity, walking, stretching. Mm. Um, those who can run, can run. Those who can't, can do walking like myself. Make sure you are taking extended walk. And the interesting thing about the fitness um, activities is that you can build some of them into your day. Mm -hmm. So instead of driving to a particular location or boarding that trotter, you can rather choose to walk. Mm. Maybe have a spare t-shirt if need be, some... Um, roll on to freshen up when you get to your destination but build this in so that you are you don't some people may not be able to afford a separate time to mm -hmm. do the exercise mm -hmm. before they go to do mm -hmm. um what may put food on the table so you can be integrate it just walk to those places where you have to go while at work very interesting so all of this under surviving economic uh hardship my guest is of course, the um, I believe you are the managing partner at Crescendo Consult. Yes. Doris Ahiyati, talking about surviving in economic hardships. She's uh, arranged her points under three main headlines. The physical, she's talking about food, water, rest, fitness, healthcare generally. Yes. As the first uh, group. Is that all? Can we move to the next? Yes, the next we part? can so, move to the next part, which is the spiritual mm -hmm. and the social well-being. Okay. Um, I added spiritual because... Um, 
those that will agree and those that think they are not, they don't believe in anything, whether you like it or not, the science sort of supports that we have this craving and this connection to being and a being that is outside of ourselves and that is bigger. And so those that believe in Christ like myself, this is a time to also invest time mm. into your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. It helps for your sanity and it has a way of also energizing you to go out there and to be productive. Mm -hmm. And for those who are not Christians, whatever faith you believe in, um, so long as you believe in its principles and philosophies and it works for you, it's a time to pay attention to it. No middle ground. So you can find succor in faith in difficult economic times. Yes. Prayer. Yes. Meditation. Fasting. Yes. yes. Just moving away from all the noise sometimes yeah. to reconnect yes it's critical very important mm. there are directions and guidance that most of these faith-based organizations would give you mm -hmm. that help you to break out of that difficulty so you see that um the turmoil is all around but your lot may not be as bad as the people around you mm. And that, that's where things like gratefulness and thankfulness also comes in. So, for yes. example, in church, they will say, a lot of times people are making an inventory of what they need, but mm -hmm. they also need to count your blessings. Yes. So, even in a difficult economic time, when you start thinking about the blessings you have, it's also good for your mental health. Very good. Yeah. So, that's how they are interconnected, you mm -hmm. know, like a, a, a cycle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They dovetail into each other. Mm -hmm. and there are so many things we take for granted. The other day, I was doing this with a friend, and we're like, even when you are able to breathe safely, Charlie? That's something to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. If you are able to pass urine mm. by yourself, it's, it's something to be grateful. I'm telling you. So austerity, imagine that you have to pay for these mm. services that are yeah. <laughs> happening for free, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that would be under the social, spiritual and social well-being. I think we've touched enough on the spiritual, but mm. let's look at the social well-being. Mm -hmm. Social well-being, <clears throat> this is a time where you need to know and understand yourself to such an extent that you are grounded and you are not overwhelmed by all that you are dealing with. That you have a sense of self-esteem and mm. self-worth mm. because you are still going to see people that are faking things and you might be tempted to get depressed because how come all these people are doing so well when I check their social media platforms and I'm here? Mm -hmm. But if you don't have a good, if you have a good self-esteem and you understand your uniqueness and where you are going, being different, then you don't feel threatened. You are secure in these times. So that's something I wanted to touch on. And then also understanding your own personal values mm. and how they contribute to what is acceptable and permissible for you mm -hmm. in these times. Mm -hmm. Trust me, there are people cutting all sorts of corners, uh, people diluting <laughs> liquids to present them for Charlie. quality that's a substandard what they are claiming. It's terrible. Yes, food that is being sold, all sorts of things are happening <laughs> in there. So it's important that you examine yourself and you pay attention to aligning your actions and choices mm. with your core personal values. Mm -hmm. It's also a time to take inventory of your competencies. Mm -hmm. 
What are you capable of doing? What do you know how to do? To what extent are you leveraging these competencies? Mm-hmm. 80-20, which one of your skills and expertise, mm-hmm. Pareto principle, is going to yield the greatest rewards and the return for your effort? Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to this um, place of assessment, some people resist change or some people are just comfortable where they are and so they are contributing to their inability to enjoy an improvement in their life during the time of austerity there are some people in careers in jobs where they need to shift but who are refusing to shift even though they can clearly see there's no demand for this at this particular point in time so that flexibility and being sensitive and any ideas of competences that may be useful to 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 acquire in times like these yes there's a lot of technological um industry growth Mm -hmm. and so over there we've seen data analyst roles um demand for data analyst roles is going very high Mm -hmm. customer service and experience managers roles Mm -hmm. is going very high now you can't be a great customer experience manager if you haven't taken care of the self-esteem emotional Mm -hmm intelligence issues so it's all comes to you being confident in yourself being happy accepting yourself then it's easy to understand others extend empathy and compassion and give them value in your interactions in ghana here as somebody who is also in the training um, industry mm-hmm. i've seen a very high demand for forex trading training mm-hmm. People want to know FX trading. Yes. They want to do their own things. Yes. <laughs> so these are some of the things that you can think mm. about. Mm. Interestingly, there's also a rising demand for coaching services. Okay. Across the globe, mm-hmm. there is a rise mm. in people undertaking training and professional development to become coaches. Mm-hmm. In Ghana, um, the trend is a bit slow. But it's also an area that you can look. And before you can become a professional coach, you would have also mm. gone through a lot of transformation yourself to put you in a place where you are able to help others. Mm. But these are some um, mm. competency areas that you might want to. We're still on the City Business Festival, our honest series. This Friday, every other Friday, we're focusing on personal finance. My guest is Doris Anya. will be right back. Welcome back. We're talking how to recover from difficult economic situation. My guest is our CEO for Crescendo Consult, the person of Doris Agri Ahiati. So far, you've spoken to us about physical things, spiritual and social things. But there's a third leg before you give, give us some practical tips as well. What's the third leg? The third leg is our mental and professional health. Mm-hmm. And you will see how there's this interrelationship between each one of the three points that I'm sharing so far. This is a time where we need to be on the lookout for depression. Mm. At the social level, we said that your understanding of your self-worth, sense of self-esteem, emotional intelligence are some things that will help you to hold in and not be swayed, your Mm. values. Now, when we talk about mental well-being, you want to make sure that you are not going downhill with all that is the negativity that is going around, the seeming hopelessness, because we do have control over our minds and we can choose what to focus on 
I always love to quote Philippians 4, 8 for the mm-hmm. Christians, where mm-hmm. we are directed by God to focus on very positive things. Yes. And in the field of psychology as well, we have positive intelligence, where how you choose to focus your mind, the things you meditate and reflect on, the things that you brood over, actually translate into symptoms in your body. And so you want to feel well, not be sick, and keep spending your money in and out of hospital. It's important that you mm-hmm. guard the thoughts that you harbor in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not only about nar- uh, analyzing trends and worrying about them, but also even wishing other people evil, wishing that harm will come to others. <laughs> People get it. I mean, wickedness in high places. You have to watch against all these things because they don't bode well yeah. for your mental well-being. You have to even think about what you listen. So, for example, one of the reasons on my show, you, you find a lot of laughter. Mm-hmm. You know, I find it strange. People say, you just sky yourself, you laugh too much. And I say, look, mm-hmm. there's so much bad news in the country. Why should I? And yes, I have to reflect the truth. But we have to be like, we have to loosen up. Mm-hmm. And I always have to struggle like, Charlie, you guys... The economy is going bad, and you got money. You are just laughing. That's the more reason why you should. Yeah, and like, why should <laughs> because I? Because you are still here. Because there are people who even say don't listen anymore because it's too depressing. Do you get mm-hmm. me? Yeah. So, and I was talking to a friend who was saying if you compare radio in Ghana to radio in the UK, radio in the UK is very sad. Even though they have more money, mm. you don't hear a lot of laughter on air when you listen mm. to uh, maybe like uh, BBC Radio Four. When you tune to an average radio station in Ghana, you hear a lot of laughter. Yeah. So. And it's part of people's mental well-being. But mm-hmm. people underestimate that's like, oh, economy is hard. Politicians are messing up and you are coming on there, you are just laughing. It's not like we don't just laugh, but it's, it's important to feed people with some positivity. Otherwise, they will just go down. True. You know? And you can easily compare suicide rates in yeah. this part of yeah. the world yeah. with where yeah. there's no laughter yeah. on the radio and in the media yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they have to pay very dearly just to go and listen to laughter. So yeah. if you are getting some for free, yeah. please laugh along. I'm telling you. So still under the mental and professional health, we've talked about positive intelligence, being positive, guarding against depression for yourself and for loved ones. Sometimes the signs can be very subtle until they get to that point where they are beginning to get suicidal. Let's be on hand, observe changes, people Mm -hmm. dressing shabbily, people not caring anymore about life and themselves. And let's give them the support and refer them to where they may get additional help um, as needed. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, on the professional health, you want to make sure that you are in a community. Sometimes you lose your job in that professional community. This is the Association of Chartered Bankers. And within that fraternity, you might get some support Mm -hmm. in the area of welfare or you might get lead or you might get some small jobs that are coming to you that help you to keep um, your head above waters. So it's important that those in the various professions, you belong to some professional body association Mm. that keeps you sane. Wonderful. So these are all practical ways of dealing. But let's now come to your final suggestions. I see you've listed about um i don't know five or six things so there are these three the wins that i'll go through very quickly okay um as a guiding principle you want to w is for wastage Mm -hmm. e is for excesses Mm -hmm. n is for negotiate and call for help Mm -hmm. and s is for substitutes wonderful okay so these are the strategy in Mm -hmm. keeping yourself um under the three different broad headings that i Mm -hmm. shared okay okay 
for your well-being. So wastage. Avoid wastage of food, water, of power, kinds. money. Yes, if money is going, you must get value for it. Mm -hmm. So watch wastage. So this is the first in the mm -hmm. acronym WINS. Mm -hmm. The second is excesses. Mm -hmm. Some things, just a little is enough, but sometimes in the past, mm -hmm. we, we've been excessive in how we have applied and used. So Subscribing for all kinds of things. Yes, subscription. Now you can't even watch. <laughs> yes, you don't spend time watching. So mm -hmm. You prioritize. Mm -hmm. And then the um, end for negotiation. Um, sometimes you have to speak up. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to call for a little clemency. Sometimes you have to, um, things like discounting, exploring avenues to minimize their cost. There mm -hmm. may be other opportunities so you end up paying less, even for professional fees. When you speak up and you say what your circumstances are, you get a little bit of grace. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. explore that. Mm -hmm. And then the S is substitute. Mm -hmm. Some brands may have to be substituted. Some products may have to be substituted. Um, sometimes you have to even do it yourself. Okay, so these are the key strategies that will mm -hmm. help you stay physically well, socially well, and mm -hmm. mentally well. Now let's come to the meat of us, the second part of the thing where we talk about dipping confidence in traditional investments because of all that has happened. Yes. And you've been trained as an investment banker. I know you many years working in one of these companies. So what, what's your advice to people about how to relate with their money now? Okay. So this is very interesting. We noticed in the last quarter of 2022 mm -hmm. that confidence was very wobbly and shaky. Mm -hmm. As we speak today, if you interact with the average person that walks into a banking hall, commercial or investment bank, um, the confidence is a lot better than we were concerned mm -hmm. would be the situation. Mm -hmm. We have people that are still certain monies aside we have people that were threatening to liquidate their investment and do very heavy withdrawals that have put a stay on that withdrawal and so the confidence level has not been as terrible as um, we're worried would be probably due to all the measures that were put in place from the regulator side and also from the service pro uh, providers a number of the investment banks for example have periodic workshops webinars where they are giving you an understanding so i think as financial literacy goes up and people have a better appreciation of what they are dealing with mm -hmm. there is a little more calm and people are relaxing that mm -hmm. said the level of withdrawals have not been like they could have been but the deposit mobilization it's is the also <laughs> because all the money is going towards their upkeep given the high levels of inflation and in any case, the returns vis-a-vis -vis, um, inflation is giving you a negative real return in most cases. Mm -hmm. So you can't blame people much if they don't want to put their money in the banks. Now, we're talking about creative ventures. Mm -hmm. Okay. So creative ventures, people are beginning to look at that as an alternative to investing with the investment banks. Okay. There are a number of new businesses that are coming online. Mm -hmm. Um, businesses providing services, a lot of cooking businesses too. People cooking um, our traditional meals and mm -hmm. those who are doing all sorts of very interesting creative snacks mm -hmm. that you wouldn't find on the streets. These mm -hmm. days they are there. Lots of juices and drinks. Yes. Thanks to technology, you can order it, mm -hmm. you can pick it up or it gets delivered to you. Mm -hmm. So that's also, I think, is a good fallout that's helping people mm -hmm. keep their confidence in investing. But there's a leaning towards the real sector. Mm -hmm. 
Wonderful. Let me do an actual business. Mm -hmm. And then also the real estate where some buildings, people are completing their building projects. Mm -hmm. As against just money markets or the stock market, people now want to yes. put their money in real things. Yes, a shift from the financial securities. Mm -hmm. But I believe it's temporary. So talk about an investment strategy. People talk about diversification is the ultimate risk management. Tell me about how we should approach our investments going forward. Okay. So in this great period of discomfort, it's also the time where we should take stock at the approaches that we had followed mm -hmm. in managing our various investments. There were people that walked into a banking hall and weren't listening to anything the investment advisor said. They were just bent on investing in X fund because my friend said X fund is good. It's important that as you diversify, you select investment options that are suitable for your personal circumstances. Your personal circumstances may differ from person B and C. Because maybe they don't have a child whose school fees is significant now. Maybe their children are younger. Maybe their children have left home. So we need to pay attention to these personal circumstances as we diversify. So we don't end up locked up in investments that if they end up in a domestic debt exchange program, then our wealth comes crashing. Mm. So we should be mindful of our personal circumstances and not just jump in there mm. and say somebody is doing it, so that's why I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Be open, disclose your personal circumstances so you can be guided mm. as to what is ideal for you. Mm -hmm. That having been said, it is still a good idea to have investments in financial assets, mm -hmm. Um coming from what we perceived or we called wrongly risk-free because there's certain computation, CAPM um, computation, where we had the risk-free rate as the government um, securities. So hopefully we have a better appreciation. It's not zero risk, but the risk there is relatively lower. By all means, have some in your portfolio. And then you want to have some shorter end as well as long-term bonds for the government even as you also invest in some fixed deposits with other institutions like the banks and then also corporate organizations that may be issuing um, commercial papers, this should be of interest. Mm. And then you shouldn't, of, of course, the mutual funds are also a great way. Mm -hmm. We have the equities, a company that is in an industry um, where we expect growth. Mm -hmm. It's a good one to invest in mm -hmm. and um, for those that have the heart then you want to go into more sophisticated securities like the derivatives and <laughs> uh, currency mm -hmm. and also products that are outside of our country mm. don't forget one of the key lessons from what we have suffered recently is that you should include some real assets in your portfolio and so while you put some of the money in financial securities, there's no need for your project to be delayed mm -hmm. unnecessarily. Um, so you can accumulate periodically and then scoop up the accumulation and mm -hmm. progress with your project. Because I know people who have done the building to lentil. They've mm -hmm. not roofed. The money is locked up. There's nobody who is coming to live in there. They are paying rent elsewhere. Don't manage your liquidity such that you don't have your funds locked up when your funds go into a venture, whether it's a real investment, plan when the cash flows mm -hmm. are going to kick in. 
so that you can have another program for where you direct that cash flow that is kicking in. Wonderful. Having said all this, I'm sure people are saying, look, I need to see you or I need to hear you on a different platform mm. or is that an opportunity to engage? That's question to organize any event or are there any platforms where people can reach you for more detailed advice? Yes. Um, Crescendo is very actively supporting clients, different kinds of clients, individuals, families, groups, corporations, and organizations. You can invite us. And the invitation can come through um, LinkedIn as Doris Ahiati or Crescendo mm. Consult. And then it can also come through, if I can put our number yes, yes. online, mm. our number is 244 mm-hmm. mm. okay. I repeat that, 244 nine seven five three but can i quickly add that while people try to diversify their portfolios they should also be mindful Mm -hmm. that you don't just invest and go to sleep Mm -hmm. because the dynamics in the market are constantly changing Mm -hmm. and you should pay attention so that you know when to step out of a particular investment and to lean more heavily towards a different investment and in times like this when the market Mm -hmm. doesn't look attractive there are sweet spots and you should look out for those things that are going cheap um, going for grab discount them. and grab them. Thank you, Doris Agriahiati, for speaking to us. She's been talking to us here on the City Business Festival on a series. Every Friday, we look at personal finance, how to recover from financial challenge, how to approach your investments. You can reach out to her on the number called. They have a lot of events coming up. Don't forget the Business Festival is brought to you by Absa Bank with support from MTN Business, MTN Momo. ZP and Gersa. This is the, the City Breakfast Show. Friday morning, welcome to Kickoff Proudly sponsored by Shell and Leshego. Coming up this morning, Black Stars to depart Accra for Antananarivo later today for the Afghan qualify against Madagascar on Sunday. Also, Spain will face Croatia in the final of the UEFA Nations League. Alright, my name is Gabby Ofer. We start off with this where the Black Stars will leave Accra for Antananarivo later today ahead of Sunday's AFCON qualify against Madagascar. A win at the Mahamasina Municipal Stadium will also Ghana's place at the Continental Tournament to be held in Ivory Coast next year. Black Stars head coach Chris Hilton says his team will achieve complacency. As regards um, Madagascar and getting a result in Madagascar, I can't promise anything. Uh, there, there, isn't, there isn't one coach that would sit here and promise that they would get uh, a result in the next game. Not one. Uh, the only thing I can promise you is that we will, we will have a, a team that um, will be determined to do that. We will have a coaching staff and a head coach that is determined to do that. We know the value of uh, a win against Madagascar. We know, we know what that means. But we also, we also know that we can't take them for granted. And as regards the small and easy games... You know, there are none. 
All right, so that's Chris Hutin. He's the gaffer for the senior national team. Elsewhere in Egypt, Daniel Fiobanya scored from a penalty after a foul on Fatari Saku as 10-man Black Meteors drew 1-0 against Egypt's U23 national team in international friendly at the Alexandra Stadium. Danad Ibrahim saved a penalty for Ghana but conceded moments later after Zuberu uh, before Zuberi Ibrahim was red-carded with just a minute to half time. Black Meteors though now travel to Cairo for further training sessions and another friendly on June 19 before heading to Morocco for the U23 AFCON schedule for uh, June 24 to July 8. You know, Ghana is in group and will face host nation Morocco, Guinea and Congo for a place at the 2024 Paris Olympic Games. Well, here in Ghana, it's the final of the MTN FA Cup on Sunday at the Dr. Kwame Chase Sports Complex. Ken Faisal taking up uh, Dreams FC. MTN FA Cup Committee Chairman Wilson Arthur has emphasized the significance of the com- uh, knockout competition, Helen, it as the biggest tournament in the nation. Well, I think it's been an awesome season. MTN FA Cup is about giving opportunities to 110 clubs across the nation. It is the biggest competition. It involves all the 18 Premier League clubs, all the 48 Division One League clubs, and 42 and 44 um, Division Two clubs. So it's, it's it's such a big, 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 big competition, and it offers opportunities for Division Two clubs, Division One clubs to compete for honors with Premier League clubs. So you can imagine what happens. All right, so that's Wilson Arthur. He's the MTN FA Cup committee chairman speaking to City Sports there. Well, in Europe, as Jose Luis scored a late win as Spain beat Italy to set up a uh, Nations League final against Croatia on Sunday. What, it, what this means is that Italy will now face the Netherlands in the third place playoff uh, later on Sunday. Uh, well, to some transfer stories and new Madrid signings, Bellingham has indicated that he would like to see uh, Piaget's Kylian Mbappe join him. Or well, the midfielder has signed a six-year contract at the Santiago Bernabeu and will wear the number five shirt previously worn by his idol, Zinedine Zidane. I can't really comment. I don't know his situation. I've seen some of it on, on the internet and on Twitter and if anything, that my whole saga, if you like, has taught me that it's not everything that you see is true and don't take that word for word. So um, I'm trying to build my own opinion from what I know. Um, but in all honesty, um, he's a great player. Whatever he chooses to do, all the best to him. Would I like to play with a player like Kylian Mbappe? Who wouldn't? All right, so that's the latest Madrid signing in Bellingham. So we'll see if Kylian heads to the Spanish Giants. Well, to some more transfer stories, and Rudy Garcia has been appointed as Napoli's new manager, replacing Luciano Spalletti, who left the Serie A club at the end of last season after leading Napoli to their first Scudetto since 1990. The 59-year-old Frenchman was most recently manager of Arnosa in Saudi Arabia, but left the club in April 2023. Well, Spurs have also confirmed Clement Lenglet and Arnold Dangiwan have returned to Barcelona and Villarreal following their end of their loans. Uh, Spurs have also confirmed the departure of Lucas Mora. Well, Fulham have offered William a one-year contract extension with the winger out of contract this summer. The Brazilian, he played a key role in Fulham's excellent season, finishing 10th, and the club believe he is keen to remain in London despite interest from around Europe and Saudi Arabia. Uh, finally, before we leave, our reigning Premier League champions, Manchester City, uh, they'll face newly promoted Burnley in their opening match of the 2023-24 season on Friday, August 11. Tottenham's new manager, Ange Postecoglou, will lead his team against Brentford, while Mauricio Pochettino's Chelsea, uh, they face Liverpool at Stamford Bridge. Other week one matches include Arsenal versus Nottingham Forest, 
whilst Manchester United face Wolves on Monday night. So the season will conclude on May 19, 2024. And so we've got all the action right here on City 97.3. That's all the latest on kickoff this morning. For more sport, uh, stories, you can head to citysportsonline.com. Back later, 5 p.m. with Sports Flash. My name is Gabby Offer. Take care of yourself and bye-bye. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Holy Ghost fire, go burn them one by one. You know what to see me enjoy? After man feel many things with the blood and sweat. Them want to see me destroy. Me had a treat. Five after eight. It's still the City Breakfast Show live on your down 97.3 FM. Yeah, Music coming from Stoneboy and Stormzy. Call this one Life and Money. Opening track of the Fifth Dimension album. Earlier, you listened to uh, Gabby Offer. He brought us kickoff. Kickoff probably brought to us by Lechego Savings and Loans. Get in touch with them and open a fixed deposit account with Lechego and work for you. Call them on 0577-707-700. Lechego Savings and Loans, a trusted haven for your investment. Lechego lets improve lives. Shell also brought to us kickoff. And attention to all Trotsky taxi truck and bus drivers. Buying fuel at Shell just got more rewarding. You can get your health insurance for your family, car insurance, groceries for home and so much more. Every time you buy fuel at Shell, you earn points that can be redeemed for any of these offers. So hurry, buy fuel at Shell always, join the Shell Club and stay ahead with more benefits. Take your driving experience to the next level. Join the Shell Club today and keep filling up for more benefits because driver Shell Day for you. A few more announcements. TDC Development Company Limited is sounding out a final warning to all debtors and defaulters of land purchase, land management fees, license fees, ground rent, office and shop rent and house rent. TDC is saying that you can use the following means to pay. Go to a GCB bank. 
You can use mobile money short code star 737 star 46 hash. Ashaiman sub office opposite Joe Cinema at Ashaiman Market or the or the TDC head office near Olam Senior High School. You can call TDC on 0596-913-236 or 0594-043311. Bell pack paper tissue is one of the best things in life. So when you find it, hold on to it. Cleansing one wipe and one bell pack lasts longer and saves you money. Switch to bell pack today and experience the perfect paper tissue. To be a distributor, call 0551-144-400. Bell Pack is another quality product from Bellacqua. Vodafone Cash has great news. They've got special bundles. <laughs> With only five, five CDs. Sorry, sorry. There's something funny happening here. With only five CDs, you get 200 minutes of talk time valid for seven days to all networks. And you can make calls to all networks all week long. At the best value on Vodafone Cast Special Voice Offer. Talk for 200 minutes with just five CDs available on Vodafone Cast. Dial star 110 hash to purchase your bundle or visit my Vodafone app to make your purchase. Connect with your loved ones with the Vodafone Cast Special Bundle. Now, Shell Helix Engine Oil is what your car needs. You want it to perform well, well, feed it a lot of Shell Helix Engine Oil. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're on the open road or battling with busy traffic, Shell Helix will keep your engine running smoothly. True Shell Helix, Lubicans, Moon, Koswahini for the ultimate power, performance, and protection. Visit your local Shell station today and experience the difference for yourself. If you hear this song, this get song. your kicks on no time, my brother, we gone, we gone, we gone. We gone. You know, you know. need a grow no more. We know for waste time for no pagan brothers, no, no more. They will see we for countryside. If you die, they will see we go. They will follow my damn go for countryside. If you die, they will see we go. They will follow my damn go for countryside. The wait for nobody with a far corner, I would what yes with the waste time. Everybody get your own blessing. I teach a man asu with the so why you the hit man? By the time I'm with you so better when I be drew a man on the matemal and the baseline. If you say me you may hint me chink cause you have my chat, I'm in the daytime. If it's a more drama, what the love eh? It's an amount of the call back. I feel I mean who's the fame will be all that. So who should be back? Everybody go fall back. So when the good time comes and the money pile up for the countryside. If you don't wanna go see the people will stack for the ride inside. They will see we for countryside. Eight ten on the City Breakfast Show. A few birthday messages coming in. This one says, "Good morning, yeah, Koku yeah, Obodai yeah. Dela. Trust you're all doing well. Kindly use your medium to wish Claudia Na Abi Nelson, who is the owner of uh, Fabulo City Shops at the Brakai in Abilengpe, a happy, 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 uh, what do you call it, birthday. Little will celebrations with tonight." Thanks, guys. Mm. And this one says, Mr. Darko, please help me wish uh, my beautiful wife 
Mrs. Loretta Daco a, a happy birthday. So Mr. Daco is the person sending the messages in. Um, I believe next year, by this time, dear Charlie, I will be celebrating three of you to the glory of <laughs> Charlie. They got to make some application. Yeah, well. <laughs> you want to add to the population. Thank you. No, Charlie, Mr. Daco, you be big man, brutal. Charlie, <laughs> happy birthday to you, Mrs. Daco. This one says, good morning to all of you. Please wish my brother and ardent listener of City FM, Mrs. Judith Tete uh, Zogla. Uh, happy birthday uh, in advance for me. Um, it goes on to say, our prayer for you is that God will grant you all your heart desires according to his mercies and his riches in all glory. From your husband, children, and uh, grandchildren, we love you so dearly. Mm. May the Lord God bless you. This one says, please, wish our daddy, DCOP, Amenu Alex, he's retired, a happy 60th birthday. Oh, 60 years or he's already retired, okay. By 60, not the retired. Ah, no, that's, yeah, but so he retires today. Yeah, so, uh, me say Charlie. Oh, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> May the, the last show. Charlie, today be the last <laughs> show, Charlie, for sure the people shake it. <laughs> May the good Lord guide him and order his steps as he retired from the service today. Uh, from his wife, Mrs. Catherine Amanyu, and children, Nancy, Esinam, Elinam, Henry, Jessica, and Elom Amanyu. Charlie, let me count the number. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Charlie, you know, he's a member of the squad. <laughs> no, 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 no. This year, you'll be, you'll be big, more brutal. No, 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 no. You want to, this is the, the way you want to be. You'll be correct, guys. Amanyu, five straight, Charlie. No, you work for the Republic. God will bless you. The Lord God instructed us go into the world and multiply. <laughs> Come for Dodo of Adenta says, please, today is the birthday of uh, Mr. Bernard Corte. May the Almighty God bless his right. new age with long life and many, many, many more blessings. All right, this one says, Happy birthday, happy 60th birthday to Reverend Hilda Ashi of the Fair Wages and Salaries Committee. So she's also retiring today. Oh, uh, they say you ignite joy and illumination Charlie. around you wherever you go. It's Charlie. from the management and staff of the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission. Um, this was a glorious 70th birthday uh, to Madame Justina Cranting mm -hmm. of Madina, a.k.a. Martina. Uh, says, as the Lord has brought you this family, he see you through many more beautiful years. That's from Ezekiel Ashati Cranting and your lovely children and grandchildren. Um, happy birthday to Georgette Caroline Clerk, who shares a birthday with her father, Nicholas, mm. who prophesied he would give birth on his birthday, and it happened. Charlie, Charlie. from Father Nicholas Timothy Clerk of the Parliamentary Service. Hey, Parliamentary uh, Service, mm -hmm. yes. Those, those are my people. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this one uh, no. says, Happy birthday to uh, Daniel McCauley, Chief Executive Officer of McDan Group of Companies. Oh, I see. So today, today is his birthday. Yep. McDan's oh, McDan. Yeah, yeah Chief McDan. He'll be big man. Yeah, man. No, 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 you'll be member. You'll be serious governance system <laughs> member, Charlie. So. All right. Uh, this was happy birthday yeah, to yeah, yeah. Ramatu Isa of Kaswa Court Unit from her husband, Detective Imano Owusu Dankwa of Ghana Police Kaswa. Charlie. Charlie, people are Charlie, picking Charlie, moves, Charlie, Charlie. The policeman. <laughs> chalk for that. Charlie, <laughs> they'll be hard. They'll be hard pass. Officer, officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, Charlie. They ask if they bring the people, they look in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Hey, so, no, yo, man for this. Uh, man. Man. Anyway, this one says, um, Happy birthday to Mrs. Sylvia Ikea Ofori from her husband, William Ofori. And um, so it's very long. Happy, it says, A 40th birthday to my sweetheart, my queen. I thank God for the day we met. Mm-hmm. Um, from your, with love from your sweetheart jima and nanki and the message is from dr divine banubala who's registrar of medical the medical and dental council council okay let me do a few uh, just two mm-hmm. um this one says happy birthday to yao um japon mm-hmm. yao japon okay that's the message i got here I think it's coming from from Isaac. Okay, so Isaac is wishing his younger brother a birthday. Mm-hmm. Japan. Um Happy birthday to to um, Edward Deborah. Edward Deborah, the safest, the safety guy. Okay. Edward, happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Edward. He's one of my uh, connects. One okay. of my connects. A final one. This one uh, was sent to me. What time did it even come through? Some uh, it came through earlier. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um abrantier abrantier of zenith bank ghana spintex branch today is your birthday happy birthday uh, to you i wish you the very best 816 on the city breakfast you can send us your messages on 0549986996 um Tomorrow, seventeenth June. You know, last week we said Voice Factory ahead. So last week they gave we gave people the audition episode. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow something is happening. A lot is happening uh-huh. tomorrow. We've been joined by the wonderful Magdalene Williams. Hi. Hello, how are you Hi, doing? Hi, Nathan. Very well, thank you. Good morning. <laughs> cool. Aren't you happy to see one? Delahoy looking at me somewhere. The way, so you the way William they speak the English shouldn't. for the radio. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are you trying to? Don't don't mind him. I believe you. (laughs) My darling, what's what's happening tomorrow? Yeah, so you know, we showed the uh, audition episode last week, and people got to know the contestants finally. Mm -hmm. Now tomorrow, finally, we start with the live performance. Yes, I never come to another. Yes, we are Marshall, and the contestant they should start flying by now. I but see. yeah, the, the the live show starts tomorrow. Okay. I can confidently say that they've been rehearsing back to back, voice coaching, you know, music direction here and there, oh, and oh. it's been it's been very intensive. And I can say they are ready, pumped up for tomorrow night. Okay. So tomorrow we start with the rhythm and blues session popularly known as r and So that that's the genre they are doing tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And so all viewers should watch out for such amazing and electrifying um, um, performances from all our um, 10 contestants. I say 11 because we have a wild yeah, card contestant. Wild card. So um, I'll go through the names of the final um, list again. Mm-hmm. So we have Ernest. We have... Um, Henry Aqua, we have Nimatsu Matiti, we have Benedicta, we have Grace, we have Rigwell, we have Seiram, we have Jerry, we have Bella, we have Princess, and then we have Emmanuel, who is the wild card okay. contestant. Okay. So to, tomorrow, everyone will get to see them on stage, what wow. they can do. You can, you know, uh, check whether what they did during the auditions have improved or not with whether you want them to continue in this competition. Mm. So just stay glued to your seat and 
just be walled by our lovely 11 contestants tomorrow. So it's going to be an amazing evening. Our judges are also ready. Um, if you know them, you know how what they can do and how they, they, they give their comments. You're talking. <laughs> um, the one and only Fredima. You're going to meet Edinam. You're going to meet Abiyana. And so it's, it's going to be an amazing evening, pumped with great music, amazing performance. It's going to be exhilarating mm. throughout all these 13 um, weeks of The Voice Factory Season 5. So... Uh, everybody should get ready. Get ready to be entertained. Get ready to have fun. Get ready to be excited because you should it's going wear your to be... dancing afoba. <laughs> because you are going to dance. You are going to sing along. It's going to be amazing, and we are going to have a studio audience as well. So it's it, it's it's a different experience. It's going to be a different vibe. Okay. But we promise everybody an excellent voice factory season five Thank you. and also we are going to play back this performances on radio Mm. Oh, on I see. Radio. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so We're going to play back on radio. So it's going to happen on TV, six mm-hmm. thirty PM every Saturday, mm-hmm. and it's going to be played back on radio. So oh. these are the radio playback times. So on Sunday at twelve thirty PM, it's going to be played back on Monday eight PM and on Wednesday at eight PM. So okay. I repeat the playbacks on radio again. So Sunday twelve thirty PM, Monday eight PM. And Wednesday eight PM as well okay. on radio. I see. But every Saturday six thirty is live on City TV. Mm. Voice Factory season five. Great. So yeah. you mentioned that they'll, they'll be competing for thirteen weeks. Yes. Um, I'm sure viewers and listeners, mm-hmm. do they have a chance to vote? Would they yes, pay? yes, okay. yes, how, yes. How so they have the chance to vote. So this is a short code that you need to follow or dial to vote for your favorite contestant. So it is star 920 star 973 hush. Mm. Star 920 star 973 hush. And when you vote, it costs one CD per vote. You can Mm. cast your votes up to 999 in one transaction. So assuming Nathan is my favorite contestant, if I pick my phone and I'm I'm voting, I can vote for you nine hundred and ninety-nine times in one in transaction. transaction. So that's a short code to vote. So star nine two zero star nine nine seven three hash and it costs one C D mm-hmm. per vote. I see. So this is the voice factory season five. I, I see. Yes. Richard, it should yeah. be fun. Tomorrow no, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. 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 Charlie, it means they, they can perform to they the are performing world. to the whole world. Yeah, because Charlie, as we put the camera for your top. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie for sync. You know, as they deliver, <laughs> no, they see that thing with, you know, some smoke they come from. Yeah, 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 you know. With some disco lights yeah, on. Yeah, you are yeah. right. The light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Charlie, 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 Go out. Uh-huh. I would like to say a very big thank you to our great sponsors. Yes. So we have Ebony Condoms, mm-hmm. we have Nalo Solutions, who are our official voting partners. So they are taking care of the voting and everything. We have Eddie's Pizza, we have Macberry Twist Cupcake, mm-hmm. and Copan Hospitality. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Thank them so much for yeah, being on board. Very much. You know, we're They've trying to amazing. use this actually to, to, to send a message out there. Yes. That look, there's so much to be gained out of investing, investing in, in, in creative and with, music. Yeah. Exactly. People yeah. with powerful voices. Voices. People with powerful minds to actually construct 
you know. Words that become song. So you call it the writing lyrics. Writing lyrics. lyrics. Uh-huh. It's, it's a lot of Exactly. Work. Because look at it. I mean, we have the after here with us. Mm-hmm. One of the key areas we should exploit mm-hmm. and explore, explore, if you like, mm-hmm. is the creative arts industry. I agree with We've you been talking about how we can go into the movies, how we can talk about, you know, making sure that people can compose songs that cross the borders of this country. Mm. To Nigeria, to Togo, to Sierra Kenya, Leone, to Zambia, to everywhere, and, and and can be streamed across the world in billions. So, Charlie, it's tomorrow, yes, if it's you are not in this 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 year's um epi- uh, well, uh, yeah, the season, year, that's the voice factory season, season five. Yeah, exactly. five you so you that. watch the performances from yeah. tomorrow, so and that prepare. next year, yeah. uh-huh, prepare. Oh, you are back to come back. your skills, you know. <laughs> I know some people every time they are standing in front of their mirror. Charlie, they are rehearsing, but so you know the fact. But one day, be fact. Yeah, yeah. So please, so, look, this is the opportunity to live performance is season five tomorrow. Mm. Hard. It should, it should be good. It's gonna Magdalene, be good. thank you so so much. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. Thank you should be on the bill yourself. You know? I will be a surprise right. act. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> This morning, what's on our minds? We want to talk about the, the BOG banking report, not dissect the report per se, but it kind of highlights some of the things we've been seeing, especially in the financial sector. So this week, a new story popped up of, um, of a gentleman who worked with the bank and allegedly embezzled funds to the tune of 1.2 million CDs. He's facing the law per reports. And then a banker, a lady who works with another bank yesterday was, was sentenced to a prison term of about eight years or so. And the banking report from the BOG also came out. So we'll, we'll look into it and just figure out what exactly is happening. Of course, yesterday we were speaking about the loan sharks and the 97 unapproved loan apps and things that the Bank of Ghana, you know, was talking about. All of that in a bit. But are you contemplating what program to do for your master's degree? The University of Ghana School of Law is giving you a unique opportunity to broaden your horizon. Look, knowledge is power. The people with the knowledge, they rule, they reign. Professional students, etc. can enroll into their 19 MA and LLM programs for the uh, upcoming academic year. Now, the aim of the programs is to provide individuals with or without a previous background in law with legal knowledge and skills to enrich their portfolio. Now, get to the University of Ghana or speak to them uh, via 0301-282-413 or zero, sorry, 0531 282 413 or 0543-1-2203-0203-1983 or 0244-759-997 or visit their website law.ug.edu.gh slash masters. The University of Ghana School of Law, the best place to be. Now, Caveman Watches is a global standard New York Times endorsed made in Ghana watch brand that makes bespoke premium watches right here in Accra. Now, they are giving out a great 10% discount up until the 19th of June for all the things you want to do on Father's Day, really. Visit cavemanwatches.com or get to their social media pages at Caveman Watches. Contact them on 0557-516-744. Caveman Watches, be remembered. Now, in keeping with the adage that where your treasure is, your heart will be, FBN Bank is encouraging you to put your children on their way to financial independence awareness with the Kids First account designed for children up to age 12 to show them how exciting savings can be. 
for teenagers age 13 to 17, the Me First account helps them embrace the future of financial responsibility uh, from a young age. Now, to find out more, call FBN Bank on 0596-921-921 or visit any FBN Bank branch. Leave a comment on their social media pages or visit them on fbnbankghana.com. FBN Youth Breast. What I cannot do, I no go do myself like I go feel to I'm no I won't I see who you did do I'm good but feel to kill you All I know is if I did you If I did you One thing I'm not stopping No more flopping Crazy bang is dropping Running Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. So, like I said earlier, the BOG's financial report 2022 makes um, it's actually their fraud report, right? It makes for very interesting reading and it kind of provides a, an interesting outlook where it paints an interesting picture looking at all the things we've been seeing, especially this week. So, this week we've had the BOG again talking about 97 unapproved loan platforms or apps or groups or whatever. And then there are stories of um, bank officials engaged in one alleged crime or the other. So, uh, you know, there's a talk of 1.2 million CDs being embezzled by a gentleman who's working in a bank. And then yesterday, I think, Godfrey, it was on one of the papers we reviewed this morning yeah. that uh, a lady has oh, been jailed. jailed yeah. Yes, I think eight years or so for mm -hmm. essentially misbehaving with people's money. So when, when you go through the, the BOG uh, fraud, they call it Banks, SDIs, and PSPs Fraud Report. And it's a review of various attempted all, and all successful fraudulent activities recorded by Ghana's banking institutions, specialized deposit-taking institutions, and payment service providers. And it covers January 1 to December 31, 2022. Mm -hmm. So... At least the Bank of Ghana does have a way of counting, measuring, tracking some of these incidents. And in terms of value, they really, really cost the state a whole lot. So, for example, uh, it says if you look at, you know, payment platforms, for example, they mentioned that the loss of fraud value reported on these payment platforms is about 27 million in 2022. And it goes on and on and on. Thousands and thousands and thousands of 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 fraud cases. And I, I think the, the finder also has done a story mm -hmm. highlighting some of these um, 
highlighting some of these um, numbers. I, I don't know if you can help us with some, okay. some of those details. So if you go to the finest front page story um, for this morning, a story done by Elvis Dako, our good friend, uh, he says that the total uh, money criminals, uh, including staff of financial institutions, um, stole from banks. Uh, so basically talking about the total money that uh, criminals stole from banks. And uh, you're talking about specialized uh, deficit-taking institutions as well as uh, payment service providers in the year 2022. That's last year. That amounts uh, to some 82 million Ghana CDs in all. And according to him, um, this figure comprises 56 million Ghana CDs, which were stolen from banks and SDIs, and 26 million Ghana CDs, which were stolen from mobile money, uh, which falls in the category of PSPs. Now, the story continues to say that this means that uh, some 56 million SDIs um, and banks represents... Uh, Okay, well, I mean, basically, it's trying to suggest that the 56 million that apparently were stolen mm -hmm. or that was stolen came in from SDIs and banks, and it represents 68%, while the 26 million stolen from mobile money accounts represent some uh, 32%. Now, the story continues to say that uh, the details of this particular uh, matter are contained in uh, the Bank of Ghana's fraud report on banks, specialized deposit-taking institutions, and payment service providers. And this uh, report is a definitive overview of various uh, attempted and or successful fraudulent activities recorded by, the, uh, by Ghana's uh, banking institutions, specialized deposit-taking institutions, and payment service providers. Now, it represents the industry position for the period 2000 and, uh, January 2021 to December 2022. Now, it goes on to tell us that the criminals stole approximately 56 million Ghana CDs from financial, uh, the financial system in 2022 compared to approximately 61 million Ghana CDs in 2021. So, if you look at the figures, it would mean that if they stole 56 million uh, the year before and last year they got... Um, the year before, they, they took 61 million, and the year uh, after, which is last year, they got uh, 56 million. Then there's some reduction of a sort, and this shows a 7.88 decrease from 2021. Mm. And it goes on to provide some other details. I mean, but what what is clear is that there's a lot happening within the banking space, and there has got to be some vigilance across the board. Um, to ensure that depositors' money are safe, to ensure that people have faith in the banking system, to ensure that when people take their money to the bank, they are they they can go home and sleep. That look, the 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 person working in the banking system does not take their money. But what it also means is that a lot of due diligence has got to be done on the backgrounds of people who are working in the various banks. Because, look, seeing money every day sometimes can be tempting. And when you see the money every day and you assume that nobody is watching, and inherently you have a culture of, um, you know, should I call it, taking things, little, little things, 
and you find yourself in a space where there's very little monitoring of what you do, ultimately, you might lead yourself into taking little money at first, bigger amount second time, and then the biggest possible amount you could command subsequently. So it is an issue that should be looked at closely, Nathan. Mm. So yeah, it's 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 like I said, it's just against the backdrop mm-hmm. of all these stories we've heard this week. So yesterday we were talking about, for example, the loan apps and all. And then like I said, this week we've had this one point two million CD thing and then the lady jailed, you know. And, and you know, Nathan, I mean if you look at the, the numbers, the numbers are crazy. So the numbers in, in are all crazy. some fifteen thousand one hundred and sixty four fraud incidents have been recorded. And then you also had 12,166 mobile money fraud cases yes. reported. 12,000 mobile money yeah, I mean, that's related cases. Exactly. Now, that's deep. Um, and then you also had 2,998 cases of attempted fraud um, within the banking system also recorded. And then you had 188 bank staff involved. So, if you take the population of... You know, banks in the country and you you do uh, a quick math first of all you have to determine how many bankers uh, we do have in this country or how many people are working within the banking industry but the fact is we are told that 188 of the staff working in these banks actually carried out or attempted the um crime or offense that we're talking about mm. even though according to the report it says that there's a decline in the level of staff involvement mm-hmm. but it's still quite high yeah. right because 2021 you had 53.46 percent mm-hmm. of bank staff getting involved mm-hmm. right in these fraud cases mm-hmm. so that's 53 or almost 54 percent mm-hmm. and then in 2022 the number went down to about 47 48 percent yeah but the point is oh, that yeah, they are still very, bank, very high. Yeah, I mean, still quite high yeah that's right and then you you had 33 million stolen through forgery and manipulation of documents so um, <laughs> people who should be working on your documents so perhaps you send them a check uh, that they should clear a certain amount or they should release a certain amount and the figure is altered or they have manipulated the system as to release an amount in excess of what would have been ordered yes or something that you did not even order as a customer at all so you did not issue the instruction and yet someone uses your credentials your details to take money out of the system 33 million ghana cities that's a lot of money that is then you also have 7 million ghana cities stolen through fraudulent withdrawals so these are withdrawals made of course without the um, you know the express instructions of uh, the the owner of the account 7 million ghana cities yes. stolen as a result of that then you have 5.1 million Ghana cities stolen through check fraud. So, as I was saying earlier, manipulating the system, you know, fraud, mm. you know, check, checks that uh, belongs to maybe yeah. a customer and, or something. And, and the report says most of the cases recorded were issues of cloned checks. Yes. Cloned checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you also have 4.3 million Ghana cities lost through cyber email fraud. Mm. It's another area that is emerging. Um that people can can have access to your email details send instructions you know sometimes you can ask a bank to carry out 
a transaction on your behalf, even where you are not physically within the banking <coughs> space. Yeah. So perhaps, you know, let's say, for instance, when I was in, in, in outside the country, mm -hmm. uh, maybe I needed some money to pay my fees. So then the money is in my account. Then I send an instruction to my, my handler, uh, who they call uh, a relationship, it, manager. Yeah, relationship manager. What he does is he sees the email, is able to authenticate it and say, OK, yes, this email is actually coming from you, blah, blah, blah. And then the instructions are, are carried out. What we are told here is that people are using the email system design mm -hmm. to make life easier for people who are yep. either in the north or here in the south or somewhere outside the country. They are using it for their own purpose. And that they've, they've been able to steal 4.3 million Ghana cities mm -hmm. through email fraud, mm -hmm. uh, cyber the, the, email the, fraud. Yeah, the other part is that, you know, they can use malicious emails to mm -hmm. trick recipients into giving up sensitive information mm -hmm such as bank accounts and passwords and all, and these unscrupulous persons jump on those details. Yeah, so sometimes what they do is that, so if they say the Nathan Bank, right? Mm -hmm. So NathanBank at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. So what do you do is to set up an email account, which has, Nathan, you write it N-A-T-H-A-N-A, -A -A, mm -hmm. right? So, -A -A uh -huh, that's right. So someone can then cleverly insert another N at the end of your name. So it is not Nathan, strictly speaking. It is Nathan. If you, <laughs> you understand. With two ends. Uh -huh, and two sometimes uh -huh. so people can you overlook You are in a hurry. So, you, so, of course, I mean, you are moron in a hurry with the greatest respect. If you look at it, you assume that it's coming in from your bank. So quickly, they say, oh, someone attempt, attempted to do A, B, C, D with your, your account. So you should key in A, B, C CDN. details. So that the moment you do that, you have provided your information. And that is used to carry out fraud, which fraud would lead to you losing money as a result. Then we had 3.9 million Ghana cities stolen through uh, cash theft or, you know, cash suppression. Then we have, so cash theft, you know, some, sometimes you give the money to them. Like, so you go to another bank with your money, right? Sometimes we don't even count the money. Because, look, why would you stand there and be counting the money? The man told you, look at the, the counting, the counting machine. machine. Uh -huh. So you assume that, like, everything is correct. Meanwhile, when he was handing it over to you, either he suppressed the amount or he didn't give you the full thing, right? Then you also go to the next bank because you have to. You took the money from bank A. And you want to deposit uh -huh. in bank B. Or you actually even counted the money for yourself. Then you took it to the other bank. So you give it to them. You realize that ah, the man says that okay, two notes are missing. A lot of things happening in that space, leading to people losing money. Then there is also uh, a section that deals with what lost money, lost to impersonation. Someone be behaving or pretending to be Nathan, when in fact the person, um, what do you call it, was not or is not Nathan. Sometimes it happens to people who are like who are who are old. So, for instance, you have your driver who you use to to carry out your rounds for you um you give him a checkbook and then you tell him that because you are not well you cannot sign your signature um you ask him that okay you should do some inscriptions on the uh, what do you do the check the, the checkbook take it and buy abcd groceries for you do this and that and run around for you sometimes people take up these things and go and do all kinds of things with it they are stealing money in the name of their bosses. They are stealing money in the name of their, 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 their fathers. In fact, sometimes your own daughter or your own child, your own son, 
will do this. Sometimes your 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 husband, sometimes your wife, sometimes your niece, somebody you are looking after, they carry out these things. Then you have someone to uh, some amount lost. This is two hundred and sixty-one thousand seven hundred ten Ghana cities lost through burglary. As for this one, <laughs> you go into the the, the the banks and, and steal money, and then also lost to remittances. We had six thousand. 560 Ghana cities and another amount, a measly amount of 25,620 Ghana cities lost to other types of uh, financial fraud. So, 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 so listen, so those are just the, really the highlights of uh, the Bank of Ghana's fraud reports. It just felt, you know, like you're just sharing some of these numbers just to let you know that things are happening. If you are reading the news and you hear stories of, you know, bank officials misbehaving or getting arrested or facing the law for one act or the other, just know that it's part of a larger number of incidents that happen very regularly mm -hmm. in the banks. And the Bank of Ghana is highlighting that there's a lot they will have to do as a regulator to ensure that people's monies are kept and kept well. Yeah, let me just mention quickly that under banking law, if it is determined that you, Nathan, you didn't order the transactions, your money is safe, right? Mm -hmm. If, say, they stole 100,000 Ghana cities out of your account, you had nothing to do with it, mm -hmm. you didn't order it, uh, you did not co collude with another person to yeah. do that. You will take that money from the bank. It is for the bank to deal with whoever is responsible. Sometimes, what is clear, I mean, reading banking here in Ghana and in the UK and from other jurisdictions, the banks don't report it publicly, right? Okay. They take internal steps to deal with a person because it may rub off the brand badly because the question is what was the due diligence report written on the the, 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 the the person coming to work with the bank you know in, in other jurisdictions if you want to go and work with a bank the bank is not interviewing you by itself what they do is they engage a third party due diligence company who would ask you to submit your details you go and submit your details and they will do a crawling check go through your social media posts They'll go to your school, find out who you are. They'll speak to the police. They'll write a due diligence report from the police on you. They'll speak to any, like, some, any, anybody they people who are connected to, to you so intimately as to establish the kind of person we are talking about, whether he is fit for purpose and whether he should work in a banking institution. The question is whether our people are trying hard to do some of these things in Ghana. I don't know of any due diligence institution properly so called. Well, like you're saying, like maybe they deal with these things internally. We yeah. never know. But the Bank Has of Ghana... Helped? Has it helped? <laughs> I think in Ghana, naming and shaming is, is a sure way to stop some of these things. Oof. And yeah. can you imagine? This is the Bank of Ghana's own yes. um, um, report, report official. Yes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mention even one the bank. name of one bank. I don't want to. Well, I, I see the negative side of it, but there, there could be positive sides to it. Yeah. Because what would motivate one branded bank to do more in terms of sec securing um, um, their customers mm -hmm. and you know safeguarding the, the, their space that they occupy? Mm -hmm. Because they know that it happens, it will be concealed, we, we use internal means, and then the thieves are always plotting and looking for more better ways to to upstage the banks, and this is what we see. Mm -hmm. And if we start mentioning, there's one that's been uh, all over the place in the last one week. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, about a gentleman who has been, you know, pilfering small, 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 up to a tune of one point two million. Mm -hmm. 
Haven't you read it? Oh, yeah, we Did read you it. hear the name of the bank? Yes. No. Yes. It, the story doesn't have the name, the name of the bank. Well, okay. You understand? Yeah. So, what caution are you throwing out there for who to be careful of which bank? Mm -hmm. So, you would have wanted a naming. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> so that I know that this particular bank, but if you lose that, somebody <laughs> inside there will, will, will deal with your money. <laughs> but one bank one bank or some banks mm -hmm. have been very particular about these occurrences yes. and have minimized near zero and other banks have lost their guard mm -hmm. okay and we try and you know make the whole thing nice Can't to the extent that <laughs> yes to the extent that it affects the ones who have done better mm -hmm. i see so bank a does a good job at you know if you like making it not attractive in their bank mm -hmm. for people to steal. Bank B doesn't do a good job. It aff now it comes to affect the entire banking sector. Mm -hmm. And mostly, commercial uh, the commercial banks are the ones suffering from this because of the frequency mm -hmm. of uh, you know activity. And it, it keeps... It, this thing, there's nothing new about it. It's been going on and on and on. But the <laughs> volumes and the bravado with which people are stealing now, it's like, it's like one of the African movies. <laughs> but, but Samir, you are in you know, you've been operating in management for all these years. Is it possible to spot a criminal from afar when you're recruiting? How how do you deal with things oh, like that? Oh, criminal. That's 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 or potential strong, criminal. Or people with questionable conduct. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's that's, that's more, more like it. You can, you can, you can, you can always do that. But the thing is that you see in, in this environment of banking and other uh, related industries you don't you don't you you have to be careful because it's normally a network okay you, you hardly ever get one person all alone by themselves doing it and that's why at times they put the spotlight on you and wait for a while so they can you know capture the, the footprint of your network you know but in in engaging people there are times that you may there will be red flags which would now cause you to be on the lookout. There are times that we get it wrong, but but more often than not, we get it right. Mm. <laughs> anyway, we'll, and, and you know we'll, something. We'll see. we'll see what happens. There's also yeah. a way. That, you know, when you have an account with a bank, it is always safer to be checking in every now and then, right? If there's no activity on your bank. For some time, your bank account. Your bank for some account, time. yes. There's the risk that a worker within the banking system who is minded to commit a crime or tempted to will use your account to effect transactions that are questionable. So, for instance, let's say you've left the account unattended to, unattended for, say, a year or two. He's noticed that, okay, this account, nothing is happening on it. So first of all, he assumes either the person is no longer alive or that the person is out of the jurisdiction or something has happened. So he, or he's forgotten about the amount of money or anything in it. Sometimes they steal money from other accounts and put it there and come and deposit it there because they know that there's no activity on, on, on the account. And then small, small, they move it. Other times, they can use that to launder money for other people. Mm -hmm. so, uh -huh. so you'll be there and you receive a call from the financial intelligence center or whatever the uh, authority that look you have been reported for ABCD 
you understand you have to come and defend yourself as to why abcd account is being used for this purpose so the moment you open an account you have an obligation you have a duty as a customer of a bank to every now and then check in on the account if you receive a text message from a bank saying that oh you bought something from tonaton or you bought something from Sika, something mm -hmm. exactly whatever it is if you are sure that you did not order such a thing a dutiful customer of a bank will call the bank or walk into the bank and say my friend i've noticed this transaction on my account i didn't order anything like that why is my account statement reflecting a b c and d for all you know either your son or your daughter or someone within the bank is using your credentials for the purposes of you know doing transactions in your name so it is all don't just ask you any you know a good number of the times people who, have, who try, do, do large volume transactions so you are you are owner of a business and you are receiving millions of millions every day or every week so some of these little little things you might not spot it but the truth is a lot of crime is being committed in your name mm. You got me and I don't even know. Shame on you. We'll, we'll see we'll see how the Bank of Ghana deals with this. But like I said, I, I just found it interesting. In this week where we've had all these stories and all of that. Um but of course to do well in your institution or to run your institution well, you need good knowledge. And for us here at City FM and City TV, that's what we are doing in this month of business. We have the honor series, we do the focus discussions and all of that on TV. But away from the cameras, we're also doing the management boot camp. And sometimes is here to talk a bit more. Sometimes we are a few days away from the management boot camp. Well, thanks. ten days, right? Yes, Six to ten yes, days. Yes, yes, and this is this is the last time I'm I'm having to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you have it, it's your last chance. Your last, your last, your last morning. <laughs> <laughs> the last one I'm having to address on the boot camp. Mm. Yeah, we've spoken about the boot camp and just uh, continuing education. Those who are in management, those who are running their businesses, those the sharpshooters in your organizations that you want to get to the next level of management. Um, so it's from the 26th to the 1st of... Uh, 26th of June to the 1st of July. Mm. Um, One week. Yes, yes, yes. A boot camp. So once you enter, we lock you there. That's it. <laughs> you will be there. There's no going home. Yes, that's the reason we are doing it in Abokobi. Thank you. <laughs> At the Platinum Bay Hotel. Yes, yes, yes. We day. have... Actually, we do have two hotels hosting the, 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 the participants. Okay. One is the um, Hillview Center, mm. uh, Hill, Hillview Guest Center, okay. and then the Platinum Bay. They are maybe five to ten minutes apart, and so people will be sleeping in these, these two hotels. Um, some of the topics that, um, if I can go yes, ahead, the please, topics, please um, we have advanced strategic management, mm -hmm. um, which basically is um what we we have always known in strategic management but this is uh, experience rich version of strategic <laughs> management you understand it's it also presumes that you have studied the core strategic management uh, in school prior to attending this uh, particular program and and that will be handled by uh, lawyer Kofi Bentel okay um we also have a, a whole day 
for customer service. Oh, um, customer service has been a central and critical <laughs> part of businesses. Uh, customers actually define the extent of uh, reach of your value mm. that you are offering. And how you treat them or how you mistreat them uh, can make or unmake you. Uh -huh. So where we are now, how do you raise your game through customer service? Because we believe that customer service is not just an operational element. It's also a strategic element mm -hmm. in, 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 in the business. And we, that you need to teach it all year round. Because <laughs> some, some of the entities in this company, horrible customer service. Terrible. Horrible. Yeah, but you know, it, it's horrible at the, at, the, at, the, at the point where they meet the customer. And more often than not, because there's no strategy in place an over overarching okay. strategy that instructs the the contact person you you, you get me I get it. so it's for them they think <laughs> you know it's okay to do it which whichever way you know somebody sitting at a point of sale and picking a phone and there's a queue in front of them and they believe that is their right to pick their phone when there's a queue there, and you go to some of these filling station shops, they probably they, they have say four, five uh, point of sale terminals, and then it's only one that's working. That's, that's working, right. and the four are chatting somewhere, and they believe that is their right. <laughs> you know, yeah, someone. It goes beyond that. So. That one, Professor Bob Hinson um, ah, is yes. handling that. If anybody knows his customer service, it is Professor Yes. Hinson. And, you know, we've been talking about artificial intelligence. AI. And, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, we are not looking at it as a game or we are not even looking at uh, the science of it. We are looking at how it applies to business, mm -hmm. how we can leverage AI for business success mm -hmm. within the digital space. Mm -hmm. And that's one yours truly uh, Richard, the last guy will be handling that. <laughs> the yeah, <cocoa>. <laughs> yeah, the banks, you know, they should also be. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they should be interested. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, I mean, the things that I didn't know about uh, uh, AI that he taught me actually. So <laughs> I thought that look, the people, the the the, the, the chief must hear this. <laughs> then we have sales strategies that work. Sales strategies. I mean, That's we work. have read sales strategies. We have seen, we have read <laughs> online in books. But Charlie, some of them are just copied from some books in Abruzzi. People go and copy sales strategies from the Western world, and then, and then they come and dump on us. And the thing is not working. But we are saying that there's a way to do it. And Professor Andrew Sakola, okay. um, now a professor at the, oh, sorry, doctor at the. U University of uh, Professional yes, Studies, PSC. Accra. Um, Dr. Akola is somebody I have worked with before uh, for many years. Solid salesperson, mm. great guy. And so he'll he's be teaching sales strategies that, that work. work. Uh -huh. So come knowing that you're going to learn. <laughs> if you're not functionally uh, or even operationally in sales and you come, what is going to do for you is that it's going to equip you with the intelligence to understand the process of your sales staff and management okay. that way you can contribute better mm -hmm. so come and be part of this one and then building a winning team you know some places you go and see they say they have team they don't have a team they have a crowd <laughs> now we're talking about how to build a team that can win uh, by taka awori 
you've heard Takawori yes, Takawori uh, this 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 past week already mm -hmm. and we have crafting organizational culture for competitive advantage there's something about organizational culture cultures emerge but cultures can also be crafted deliberately how and people do with their how things. people do their things how that the way they do things can inure to the benefit and enhancement of the organization, the competitive environment. This is what we are talking about. Crafting organizational culture for competitive advantage. Don't say that as for this area, people people come to work, they have to sleep for two hours. So that's what I know. I've also come to sleep. Yes, and then we can say that as for this place, this is not how we do it. And how we can create um, uh, craft it properly for competitive adv advantage and then and this is um, a gentleman known as Kweku Ofori Dadzi mm. Kweku Ofori Dadzi um, so we also have um, our last one is a strategic approach to change management change, change management. management change difficult management. thing yeah <laughs> if you don't change. manage it the well, only the whole thing constant it is the only constant. <laughs> well, I mean, so for those of you who have done uh, management courses, there's always change management, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, you have the names of the Lewin, uh, Kat Lewin, and all these models that you learn, uh, freeze on freeze, freeze, uh, the chain models and all these things. But we, we are looking at how practical mm. it can be okay. within our space. The ups and downs, the business environment, the internal mechanisms, the physical changes, relocating businesses, expand expansion of businesses, mm -hmm. business growth, and the challenges that come with it, diversification, whether synergistic, non-synergistic, diversification, all the things that we go through to grow our businesses, they come with changes. Are we ready to pick on the changes? How do we use these situations to our advantage? That will be... Mr. Martin Mensah, mm. uh, who's a consultant and also an industry person. Uh, so these are some of the courses that we are treating at this year's Management Bootcamp, which is actually the fifth edition of our bootcamps. Um, it starts on the 26th of June, mm -hmm. ends on the 1st of July. If you have not paid for your registration already, it's time to do that. Um, it's time to pay. It's time to just pay because if you haven't paid, don't think that you are registered. You, you've only put down and you haven't registered. Yeah. And otherwise, uh, your business will pay. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't pay, if you don't pay now. Your business will your pay, business will pay, will pay later, later, and it will pay more. Indeed, if you have registered and I you have pay. not received a message, a WhatsApp message confirming your registration. Now, as I speak now, it means that the system has not recognized <laughs> your, your, your registration. If you want to do that now, it's 0242-011-424. Let me repeat. 0242-011-424. And then complete your registration process. Trust me, after today, it's shut that's the it. Door is closed. The door is closed. Mm. So that's for the management bootcamp 2023. Mm. So it's happening June 26th to the 1st of July. So sometimes the number you gave is the number for people to call if they have any inquiries, if they want to pay, if they want to find out anything related to the management bootcamp, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. 0242 
0242 that's the number 0242 that's the number to call if you are interested call and make your inquiries and pay most importantly the payment secures your place so at the last count you're telling us we had about three spots left yes 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 we 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 technically they are all gone that's why i keep saying that if you have registered and you haven't paid yes but if if you are if for instance you are now going to call for inquiries and yeah. to and check the i i can't vouch for you mm. i can't i can't vouch for you mm. i mean this this is a master's level yeah. class so we are not going to put uh, 70 people in a class, you know, Small. where somebody will say, Please, teacher, you know, no, 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 that's so not what we're going to the do. whole show, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, it, that's it. Mm. All right, so it's all part of our business month. It's uh, one of the things we are doing away from the cameras, exactly. A lot of the things we are doing are, you know, cameras and social. You so know, have... the, the reason really is that, look, I, one of the many reasons, I mean, we, we always emphasize business success here. We, we started small, we are growing, and we are growing in stature and impact. Mm-hmm. And we want the ecosystem around us to grow as well, to grow as mm-hmm. well with us. And some of these things are stories of how we've been able to make it experiences of people who have done it repeatedly elsewhere and within this economy and they they are not just things that they have learned from the books no, but things, things that they have, they have experienced exactly yeah. which is impacting businesses positively so if you want business success there are ways to get there you read something this morning that if you have a what do you call it a, a goal a goal a goal is only a wish a goal without a plan. Uh-huh. Is a wish. Exactly. So you 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 want to get big in two years, three years, yeah. four years. How do you yeah. get there? The strategic thinking that should support it. That's what we are. Yeah, we, we, you 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 learn how it is done. How you can lay it down in Ghana. People who are stealing your money. What are the measures you can put in place? <laughs> yes, true. To ensure they no so longer steal yeah. your money, when, or when they succeed, you when, can grab you know, them. You 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 look uh-huh. at your 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 spreadsheet. You mm-hmm. see ah, why are sales dipping? Probably because you have a lousy customer service culture. So come and change things. Come uh-huh. and refine your ways of doing things. That's what we are offering you at the management bootcamp. Five solid days. Like, when we send you, we lock the door and we take the keys away. <laughs> so you are not going anywhere. I'm going to buy Kelewele. No, 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 you are there. It's not happening. Just sit it's and learn. And not. look, like Richard is saying, if you think, there's something I learned in secondary school. Mrs. Ajima, mm-hmm. uh, Francis, I said, look, if you think education is expensive, yeah, try, try it, ignorance. Yes. It will cost you 10 times more. Yeah. So come and pay. Mm-hmm. Sit and learn. Your business will, will blossom. Mm-hmm. It will thrive. It will grow. And, and you... The spreadsheets will look nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you so, so much. Welcome. All part of our business month. June is our business month. So, uh, in addition to all the great knowledge we share on air and online and on social and all, the management bootcamp is happening away from the cameras. So, call 0242 Just call and pay. The spaces have technically run out. But if you push, you can get one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know about that. But I know it's the money. The money, the money is key because if I have the money and you don't, I get a place and you will not. Yeah. All right, still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Yeah, the other thing on our minds, look, talking about education and learning. Mm-hmm. 
the the i think i read it on citynewsroom.com some cso's and some major stakeholders in the basic education space are very concerned okay now before me i have a short write-up uh, written by kofi asari kofi asari is is really after education watch, after yeah. education watch he knows his education insider and he's talking about some very serious things at the basic level you know we we've, we spend a lot of money at shs level now mm. because of free SHS, which is good but the machine that produces these students for them to go to shs that machine is experiencing a lot of problems okay now kofiasa is saying that the right to, the right to basic education is under serious threat due to a funding neglect by the government over 1 million children are now out of school we need 2000 new basic schools to solve this but no cash for basic 2000 new basic says we need 2000 new I basic think schools. one school one one one, one, one 2000 now about 30% of pupils who enroll in primary do not complete jhs mainly due to the lack of jhs in 25% of primary schools that's serious what is he saying if you list all the primary schools in ghana 25% of them don't have adjoining jhss wow and they can't make the the, the, the distance they can't do the transition yeah that's okay? right if you go through, um, if you read some un literature and you know the cluster reports and things if if you drew a funnel right and you poured children through that funnel mm-hmm. in terms of from class one mm-hmm. to jhs3 mm-hmm. only a small number end up at the very end that's serious. a lot of them drop off now in the five northern regions about 60 percent of primary schools lack jhs 60 60 percent there is no serious effort to bridge this gap since 2017 why there's no cash for basic let me continue many urban basic schools are choked this is urban urban basic schools are choked some class some class sizes are between 80 and 100 no admission those who cannot afford private education stay out of school again no cash for basic some 5400 basic schools are still under trees and sheds with less than 0.5 percent constructed since 2021 school under trees government needed 700 million cities annually to finance this that is equivalent to half of the shs feeding cost a year but no cash for basic the percentage of pupils without desks has increased from 30 has increased from between 30 and 40 percent since 2017 and even higher 80 percent in the northeast region in urban ghana parents pay for desks because there are no desks he ends no cash for basic many basic school children in deprived districts lack exercise books uniforms and workbooks parents can't afford meanwhile all these are available for free at the shs level as usual no cash for basic textbooks are now a luxury in basic schools very few are lucky to access capitation grant and feeding grant for special schools is in areas of almost two years no cash for basic since 2014, basic education's, basic education's share of the pre-tertiary discretionary budget, i.e. non-salary budget, has declined from 30% to 
This year, of 4.5 billion cities allocated to pre-tertiary, secondary alone took 90%, with only 10% for basic. And our parliament unanimously approved this atrocity. Of the budgetary allocation, only 90 million cities was allocated to constructing new basic schools, an amount that can build only 60 basic schools across 216 districts. Our public basic schools have become shelters of misery than hope. The delivery of Ghana's basic education has become an act of charity than policy. The government must end the rhetoric and fund basic education now. And he says, hashtag stop the no cash for basic. Hashtag leave no one behind. Hashtag basic first. And this is written by uh, Kofi Asai. He's added his email address for those who want to get in touch with him. Go for it. So that is the picture painted by Kofi Asai. And he knows this. So if he's painting this picture, then... It's not just he knows. And a lot of others, but he's highlighting. No, I'm just saying the yeah. government knows. Yeah, the, government. the government knows ah, okay. this. You know, there's been. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't even know what to say. That is yeah. new, on this particular matter. When it comes to basic education, I think uh, I've spent so much time yeah. this year talking about the problems inherent in our basic education system and how this focus on just the senior high school without considering where the senior high school students are coming from. And it's the same problem, you see, it's the dissonance for me always. Mm. So there's a promise to fix senior high schools, improve access. We do that. There's a focus on that. Forgetting that, one, the students have to come from somewhere. We need to spend money to make sure that the students who are coming to the senior high schools are properly trained, the basics, the foundation, everything is right. And then we also didn't take into account the significant numbers who were going to enter the universities post the free senior high school at the time. Mm -hmm. So you realize a lot of universities struggled with infrastructure. Yes. In fact, most yes. are still struggling. Yeah, still struggling. Although there's been significant expansion as well, admittedly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or but some have had to be creative. Creative around some of these things. They've had to find all kinds of ways to deal with the increased numbers. But for me, I always say the outcomes will catch with you. I, I, I engage with lecturers a lot. Okay. I engage with students a lot as well. I was going to read something that was shared on one of my platforms today. It's from a lecturer complaining about secondary school. It's talking about what? The, the quality? Yes, because he's, because he's getting students who seem to have passed exams. But the basics are all wrong. So he says that there's he's asking first there are some first year students mm -hmm. who are now getting help in jhs3 mathematics they are getting help yes in jhs3 yes. mathematics and these are students who have come to the university so which means they went through jhs shs and are here but they are now getting help with jss3 math you see we've become very very fascinated and very happy with Check boxes. 200,000 students pass senior high school. Check. 100,000 students fed by something. Check. Okay. Now, once these things check, 
we present them at conferences we look we look really good we glow in them uh, the international community also clap they applaud us and we, are, we feel good about ourselves without actually considering the damage that is being done the damage that is being done is in the raw numbers and perhaps because you were reading people will not take into account the raw numbers i will give you raw numbers on uh, this uh, basic school situation that we are so from what you read right from mm-hmm. what you read three to five pupils sit on one desk there are pupils who are sitting on stones and improvised tools some lying on the floor you have uh, feeding grants for special schools and we also don't take that into account there are special schools in the yes. system special needs kids special needs kids there are feeding grants in areas for two years as well there are textbooks available for three out of ten subjects four years after the introduction of the new curriculum the new curriculum came in 2019 and we are saying that what there are only three there are only uh, textbooks available for three out of ten subjects so there are ten subjects under the new yes, curriculum three have textbooks and only three have yes textbooks. and even that one the numbers for it Okay, now one million children aged between four and eighteen are not in school, and that has to do with the lack of numbers for basic school structures because they have nowhere to go, the structures are not there. Only 17 out of 5,400 schools under trees, chess, and dilapidated structures have been completed in three years. Only 17 at this pace, it will take 300 years. To reach government's target. 300 years. If we keep persisting. With what School feeding. Areas. We already know about that. The people have been on strike. So no feeding for the schools. The students. So the students don't go. Alright. The, the lack of attention at the basic level. Will end. This country if we are not careful. Hmm. We 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 can continue to look at the free senior high school and be happy about it, have discussions about this review, but forget that it's part of a chain. That chain starts at the basic level and will terminate at the tertiary level. Because of what is happening in the middle and our lack of attention to the start and the, the end, end, we are producing a lot of half-baked students. The other time I was last um, last week or last two weeks, I was looking for some of my boys in the area. They are in JHS. One JHS to Asaka. 5 p.m. They've now closed from school. 6 p.m. I'm like, ah, what is this? They have to be in school. Like 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 13 years old. So JSS? Yes. Or JHS? Yes, yeah, JHS. JHS 1 to 3. Basic school. I'm not, I'm not talking about... These are public schools. I'm not talking about... And they are, and they are ending... School and we're closing class at five, five, six. 5 p.m. 6 p.m. Meanwhile, I had seen their private school colleagues who had been playing on the at the park since 3 p.m. Since 3 p.m. They had been playing. They had closed school, were running around doing things. These students are closing school 5, 6 p.m. What time would they get home? Rest, learn again, sleep, wake up. I mean, go to school again. They're spent. It just doesn't make sense the way we are dealing with this education business. 
okay we 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 are getting a lot of announcement of programs so uh, stem education is ongoing we're yeah. using big big terms you know and again it's because it's uh, it, it it takes a certain box of course we do need stem but why are we doing big item things without also doing the little item things and in this instance i'm sorry basic education is not a little item thing <laughs> it's, it's a big thing it's a big thing because we have a lot of students there so it's particularly disappointing how even as a public we yeah we talk about free senior high school free shs but forget that there are more students in basic school than there are in senior high school there are more so if the basic school is failing there are a lot more students who are failing now these same students then carry that failure to senior high school teachers are struggling to teach them the the the, the timetables are all over the place they are rushed through exams their exam passing machines these days i don't even trust results that come person i've told you this before and i'll say it publicly on radio i because you don't trust them yeah because as my colleague lecturers at the university keep That's complaining, you will meet somebody with very good grace from, from after passing WASI. And you have a conversation with the person and you're asking yourself, ah, did you pass the WASI you said you passed? The person's basics are all over the place. It's not even about the, 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 the knowledge base. The basics are off. The basics are off. I had a conversation with a student who had an A in history. A in history. <laughs> this was two or three months ago. I had an A in history yes. way back. At that time, there were only three students in Ghana who had A in history. <laughs> These days, A, everybody gets A in history. It's no problem. So we're having a chat. Listen, I could not. So <laughs> by the time the conversation was over, I was like, I, 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 I didn't want to be disrespectful to the young lady. Who I was having the conversation with, but I was like, Are you sure you actually went through the senior high school course and got this A you are saying you had? Because I love to, you know me, I love to discuss these things. We're having a conversation about history. This is somebody who has passed and has received admission to the university. Probably will go and sit in some of my good friends' class at the university to be taught as excellent students. Now, some do give credit to, so some, some do satisfy the grace that they make because we've seen those who get eight a's and they go to the university and they are doing yeah, outstandingly yeah, well okay so it's not an overall verdict but there are also a lot of students who have really great results who end up at the university level and the university lectures are looking at scripts are looking at thoughts processes and are asking themselves who are these people we are teaching who are these people they can rationalize logic is zero so what is happening it starts from the basic it starts from the basic so no textbooks last two, two weeks we did a story on the front oh, page yeah. of the graphic they were lying to us happily about it textbooks here and there you talk about this then somebody go and see photo up you see reverend team for taking photo somewhere looking nice and happy then he will give you some nice quote zero you will see the education minister go and take photo up somewhere say something nice then they come up with some massive policy now we say one laptop for something for a billion ghana cities it's simply look we'll tell you as it is 
It's a look, it's a procurement gig. It's a this is a pure procurement gig. There is no how are you going to spend a million or a billion on laptops that you are going to put textbooks textbooks on. on when at the basic level you have ten subjects and you have only textbooks for three. Are you going to get laptops for the basic school students too? Or they don't matter. Freezing high school, they get laptops. Basic school. They don't. The laptops that they are going to use at the secondary school, most of the kids in other parts of this country don't know how to use it because they would not have seen it at the basic school level. They are being taught IT with blocks, blocks and, and chalk. Abstract drawings on it. We were told internet was being provided. I don't know where the, what's the, how that situation is going. I haven't checked up on it. Those who have seen the internet and have been using it, let us know. Okay, so we've unfortunately a, a good journey has been turned into what we normally turn it to sloganeering, mm. happy pictures, PR. But you can't PR education. You see, you cannot PR it. They should stop sharing the happy pictures. It, uh, frankly, I'm, I'm getting very annoyed by it. And I, I'm sorry I sound very emotional about this. But have we have to, to, sometimes we have to get to that level. You see, because you are looking at thousands and thousands and thousands of children struggling at that basic school level will gain access to the free senior high school, which is being lauded globally. But again, people are speaking about they need to review it and all. All kinds of things are done. They will pass the YC with 80% pass rate, so we are clapping for ourselves. And then then they go to the university and, then... and give us crap. <laughs> How does a country develop with this, with this kind of training? How? So, 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 clearly, How? so what we are doing is, is as if we are building a house on, on sticks, right? So the base is on sticks. The middle part is a great solid house. The roof some way. So better we are doing nothing. The roof. That's not the roof that is on wheel. The, the foundation. That's what I'm saying. It's on, it's on stilts. Or the, 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 the foundation is on stilts. Basically, we have put two hundred pounds on ten pounds of stilts. <laughs> it will break. That's, it's broken. Yeah, you, you're right about it's the broken. Of the, the last, the last, you, the last class I taught. Yeah, let's the last not. Unique. Uh, there's a message I want to see, guys. Uh, I like this kind of message, guys. Let's stop pontificating. Let's go on. Uh-huh. Open that message for me. I'll read it. I use it to answer a question. Mm-hmm. Yes, how brilliant were you? Me, I was very brilliant. Too. Was if you are not brilliant, me, I was brilliant. How the education situation is, but I don't have to like uh, twenty, like kids twenty years ago at Wasi West Matter. Check the number of Wasi students attending the Ivy League versus how, the number. How well, many? Actually, my year group, my year group of school boys, seventy percent of them went to Ivy League schools. So I don't know what you're talking about. Seventy percent of them went <laughs> to Ivy League schools again. The Ivy League schools that you're talking about that these kids are attending, check the background the, basic. Yeah, basic. How many of them yeah, went to you see? How yeah. many of them went to public schools? How many? So listen, that what we are talking about, we are not saying private schools. We are talking about the public schools. You, you, you people, when, <laughs> how, <laughs> you need to put things into perspective. Okay, I had a very good education. You can say I'm pontificating. Yes, I'll pontificate. Yes, well, I, I had a very I, good education. I did too. You understand. I was very smart in school. I'm not going to hide the fact that I was smart in school. Okay. But I will also not overlook the fact that there is a problem. Yes. The f- we will Let us not look at the fact as if, oh, the kids are doing the same things that were happening years ago. It is not true. It is not true. There is a significant diminishing. 
because of the poor level of education that is happening at the basic level. You can decide to, over, to over, overlook the fact that there is a problem at the basic level. But the numbers do not lie. The numbers indicate that if, if you do not see a problem with having 10 subjects and only 3 have textbooks, that is a problem. I, certainly when I was in school and you were in school, at the basic school level, textbook. the textbooks were there. Oh, yeah. You can That's complain one, about the quality of the textbooks. You can complain about all kinds of things. But availability was not really an issue at the time. We've been chasing new... You've changed an entire educational curriculum for four years and we are still chasing textbooks for it. So how are teachers teaching? So you you can decide not to be emotional about it and be blasé about it. That's your opinion. Fair enough. Sitting at home. But if you decide to use Ivy League school qualification as your measure... That <laughs> ask yourself how many of your basic school colleagues went to Ivy League schools? How many? Yeah. It's very few. It's private school kids most of the time who, who end up finding that yes. avenue because their foundations are stronger. They tend to understand the systems better. Their parents have the wherewithal most of the time to aid with tuition, to aid with finance, to aid with things. These are public school kids we are talking about. And they are the majority. So please, let's not, let's not go there. <laughs> Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. I'm, I'm sure we'll discuss this on a bigger platform one of these days. But the point is that there are challenges, big challenges at the basic level. You know, so you, if you take this, you know, yeah, kids are going to Ivy League, blah, blah, blah. I always say, go back to the basics. I always say, go back to the basics. Go back to the basics. Go back to the basics. Park from Lakeside, I personally don't see any problem with the article you read to us with regards to basic schools. Park of there's a problem. <laughs> there is a massive problem. I believe the government can do it all. What happened to the parents who gave birth to them? What The parents can't build basic schools, Park yeah, That's what we are saying. <laughs> it's basic school. Parents cannot build basic schools. Please don't forget that parents are to take care of their kids from nursery to whichever level they will reach. That is their responsibility. So if the government is taking some aspects of their parents, I think it is commendable. Let me ask, what will be your take when the government introduces a policy to limit childbirth in the country to two going forward so that government takes full responsibility of basic school finances? That's a lot of what about Zim Kofi. About well, Kofi, good morning. Oh, anyway... So listening to the City Breakfast Show. You can send in your messages on to the city breakfast show now if you want a british degree from a world-class university at a fraction of the cost then join lancaster university ghana right here in, 
in Accra, there's a diverse student community, vibrant campus life, and 50% scholarship to support your study. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Apply to join Lancaster University Ghana, where learners become leaders. Admission is currently open for the October intake. Apply now and... Uh, Get to take part in their foundation and undergrad programs. Call 0302-218-989 or send an email to admissions at lancaster.edu.gh. Lancaster University, Ghana, the only British university campus in Accra. Or in Ghana, I should say. Now, there's good news for small to medium-scale business owners. With SME+, Plus, uh, you get to manage all your operational costs in communication. The service allows you to choose some affordable packages and enjoy talk time, SMS data, and business content all bundled in one subscription. And the exciting thing is that you get free on-net calls every Monday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Simply dial star 5060 hash to sign up today or call 0244-308-111. Now, when was the last time you heard 10% interest collateral free loan and 1 million CDs in the same sentence? Never, right? Well, if you're a female entrepreneur, young business owner, or into agribusiness, we've got great news for you. In collaboration with the MasterCard Foundation, APSA is offering SME loans at only 10% per annum to help you move your business to the next level. Get your collateral, get your collateral free loan up to a million cities, excuse me. Up to a million cities from APSA now to grow your business. Get in touch with APSA, apsa.com.gh. Visit the, near, the nearest um, APSA branch or visit APSA's SME project office at Regina Accra. That's Africanacity, that's APSA. Oh, now, ECG is going cashless. ECG says, download the ECG Power app. You can do all the things you want to do. Generate an invoice, report fault, um, refund challenges, those things. All the wonderful things you would have done in person at the ECG place. Just download the ECG Power app from the App Store, the Google Play Store. Now, if you don't have a smartphone, dial star 226 hash to access the ECG Power app for all transactions. Call their call center on 0302-611-611. Help ECG serve you better. Roberts and Sons has opened a new branch in Kumasi at the Abreport Junction adjacent to Angel FM and is the same premises as the Amenfi Rural Bank. Enjoy amazing discounts and free giveaways at our Kumasi Abreport Junction branch. Call them on 0507-656876 or 0501-519-111 for more for they are open 8 to 5 Monday to Friday 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays Robertson Sons seeing is believing we'll take a very quick break when we come back we have a few more things to do and we'll call it a morning this is the City Breakfast Show we'll be right back don't go anywhere this is the, the, the City Breakfast Show the City Breakfast Show rise above the noise Boys and girls, listen.
listen up. You can be anything. Welcome back. 938. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Your messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. Since we're talking education. Coming star. She was very beautiful. Let's let's get to the, the softer side of things. I've been joined by three of our friends from Temamahian Senior High Technical School. I've got Mabel Frimpong. Uh, she's a business management teacher there. Marcus Labi, he's a leatherwork teacher at the school. And Michael Aqua, he's an old student and he's with Valco, I believe. Gentlemen and, uh, and lady, welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning. How are we doing? Yeah, fine. Wonderful, wonderful. It's nice to, to have you here. Just a, just a few words about uh, the school. You can uh, tell us a bit about the school, when it started, where it's located, student population, you know, just to lay the, the, the ground and then we can proceed. Right. Um, so the Tamaya Senior High Technical School um, is located in the traditional town of Temamai here. Okay. Um, it started in February 1991, mm. and so currently the school is 32 years. Mm. Yes. I see. What's the student population currently? Yeah, the student population is 1,276. 1,276. So 1,300. Wow. Yeah. And and on what courses do you offer there? Yes. Yeah, so there is a school where you find all kind of co- all kinds of courses um in there so when you come to the technical department we have a lot of um technical programs over there mm-hmm. we come to the vocational department which is which has to do with visual arts and then home economics and mm-hmm. um, we have a lot of creativity happening there we come to the business department we also um have what we call general the general arts mm-hmm. um, with a lot of elective areas as well home economics okay okay great um and you're 32 years, started in exactly. 91. Exactly. Wonderful. What, what are some of the things you're doing, you know, as you mark 32 years? As you mark 32 years, what are some of the activities you're undertaking? Okay, I think um, we, we started and um, we had some media interactions mm-hmm. and then we have floats, floats coming up on Monday. And then... Oh, this uh, coming Monday? Yes, yeah, this coming Monday. Yeah, and then we have health screening. We also have um, homecoming um, old students are coming on board mm-hmm. and then we have cleanup and beautification and on and around our campus mentorship program with old students on Wednesday and then the final one is on Saturday 24th of June mm. and what's happening on that Saturday we have a grand a very grand day bar um, inviting all people around all our stakeholders old students anyone who had ever walked through uh, Mansec Tech anyone who had also any form of interaction with the school we are calling all mm. we are calling on all of them to come on board so that we can have that grand celebration i see it's, it's sounds like fun because they're starting from monday floods you know all kinds of interesting things yeah. from, from from next week yeah. um um michael let, let you are an old student you are an old student. I'm an old student. Great. Can you just tell us about your... Which year did you complete? Uh, that second badge in 94. 94. Wow. I see. Back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> the first badge was uh, 93. 93. And then you are 94 and this continued. You know. Just tell us a bit about your time and, and when you compare then to now, what are some of the no. things you've, you've noticed? In our time, we have only one pavilion. Then Edmaster accommodation, then two masses accommodation. Mm-hmm administration block small one indeed mm-hmm. mm. and workshop okay workshop then uh, this uh, uh, sarah 
Sarah, uh, Sarah Energy, the board, uh, uh, washroom and power plant, small power plants. Okay. To us. Okay. All right. And then down, we have all the facilities. Now you have all the facilities. Uh, so, boarding so, so, houses. A whole lot. Okay, I see. You, usually when, when schools have their anniversary, there's, there's some big thing they, they want to do. So maybe they'll say they want to do a project. Are, are you guys doing anything? You know, I, what are you doing for your... You've mentioned all the nice things you're doing mm. and all of that. But are you doing any projects? Is there any big thing you want to do for the school as it turns 32? Well, um, if you've asked the right, the right question... With the theme that we selected, um, it is the stakeholders' commitment, a key factor in students' academic pursuits. Mm -hmm. And so um, there, are, there are a lot of things that we, we would need um, as a school. Mm -hmm. um, notable among them is an assemble hall. And so by by this celebration, we are calling on um, all um, stakeholders to come on board to help us get an assemble hall for the school. We also do not have a school bus as in as in a vehicle um to to convey the students to to probably um embark on academic um trips and stuffs um most of the time when we are, when we are, when we are about to write oasi mm -hmm. conveying of the exam question from work to um the school mm -hmm. is also a problem okay sometimes the mp and some um opinion leaders in town do mm -hmm. i do have to come around Who, so who's the mp to, for the area Yes, so that's Honorable Ashai Odamtin oh, okay. of Tema East. Tema East. Yeah. Oh, so the school is in the Tema East. The Tema East. I see, I see, I see. Great. I mean, look, 32 years is no joke, you know, so it's great. Not a lot of institutions live to be 32. So we should the very best. Just find out where those who are listening, if somebody's listening and say they want to get in touch, how can they get in touch, you know? Yeah, just just final word. Okay, we'll wrap it up. so um, we'll be happy. Just like um, you said, thirty-two is not an easy thing. And then from our old students, when they started, those few um, facilities they had, now the numbers have increased. Mm -hmm. And then there's everywhere is is, is congestion everywhere. Mm -hmm. So in fact, we need a lift. So currently, if anyone if anyone is listening and would want to support us, we would um, we have this contact zero two zero zero one zero zero seven six four. Zero two zero zero one zero zero seven six four. Okay, that's, yes, that's the you, number they can call. Yes, they can mm. call, and then whatever support they have. Mm. Sometimes people may think that the support they have is little. No little is too little for us. That's little true. drops of water makes a mighty ocean. Mm. So we, we are welcoming every kind of help mm. or support they have for us. All right, all right. Thank right. you. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes, yes, please do. If you have sponsors, you Yes, Nathan. Um, by, by, by the grace of God, we have the, um, some help from the, the traditional council. Okay. We have the TMA, which is the, uh, run by the mayor. He's also helping greatly. We have the TDC also helping. We have Gapoa helping. We have Tamayo Refinery also helping Belacqua, Marvelin Industries, Co and um, Coles and Hose Insurance, mm -hmm. La Bianca, La Bianca. Okay. They are, they are, lots of the companies mentioned are in Yes, they are in Because because of where we are situated, we are we are in the industrial enclave. Ah, so, so a lot of them. A are lot close. of them. So yeah, we yeah. need them more. We, we need, need them, them more. We even need them to adopt the school. I see. Yes, and I then see. there's something running now on campus. Okay. Uh, VRE is on campus now. Um, having a mentorship program for our students. Right. Yesterday, they launched that, that kind of counseling, guidance and counseling program. Today, they are in the classrooms 
teaching the kids VRE. Mm. So that kind of mentorship is what we want. And so we call on other other agencies as well to um, follow the footsteps of VRE mm. to actually uplift um, the, the moral standards of, of the kids. Mm. Yes, so this are uh, mm. a few things that we want. Yeah, I think um, he forgot to mention the fisher folks and then the exactly. market women. In exactly. fact, exactly. they are also doing very well. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, I went to them and then they are trying to do some contribution for their school. And mm. I think they need to be commended for that. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so, so much yeah, for coming through. Rather, also had my former company, Tamalu Boy Company, come to the head of the school. Okay. And my current company, Vaco. To, to, to also, also come, in, come in and help. Great, help, great. So. I'm sure they will do that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So I had uh, maybe offering Pon. Maybe offering Pon is a business management teacher at Tema Senior High Technical School. I also had Marcus Labi, who's a leatherwork teacher at the school. And I also had Michael Aqua, an old student who's currently at Valco. And just think about their names. Their first names all start with M. I'm sure they didn't even know. <laughs> Guys, thank you so, so much for coming to. We wish you the very best. Okay, All right. thank you. Thank you for having me. I know I can. I know I can. Be what I want to be. be. If I work hard at it. Now, the impact of climate change on global food systems cannot be overemphasized. Erratic rainfall patterns, mainly due to global warming, have resulted in low crop yields and deteriorating crop health in both developed and developing countries. Now, it's against this backdrop that the BNFT has created a platform, Environmental Environmental Sustainability Summit, where policymakers, smallholder farmers, academics, and international agencies can identify and discuss ways to change the narrative and steer the world toward an era of global sustenance. It's happening on the 20th of June at Alisa Hotel Ridge in Accra. Time is 9am and the second edition of the Environmental Sustainability Summit is powered by the BNFT with support from Bust Ghana Ports and Harbour Authority, Unilever, Ghana Minerals, Income Investment Fund, Access Bank Ghana. Media partners, Happy FM, ETV Ghana, City FM, YFM and Asasi Radio. Call 020-945-7245 for further info. Now, in line with the government of Ghana's digitalization agenda, First Atlantic Bank's collection platforms provide corporate institutions, SMEs, and individuals easy and convenient payment platforms for the following your GRA payment, government agency payments, postpaid and prepaid ECG payments, and SNIT tier one pension contributions. Say goodbye to the stress and hassle of payments and switch to First Atlantic Bank's payment platform today. First Atlantic Bank, refreshingly different. Standard Water has over 25 years in providing quality and refreshing water to quench your thirst. They've got sachet water, bottled water, dispenser-mounted jar water, and customized water for all your parties and occasions. Call 020-2055-703 or call 0547-334-385. This ad is FDA approved. And talking about special occasions, um, Fantiman Girls, uh, the Old Students Association, they are launching their 99-year group. Let me put it that way. They are launching their 25th anniversary and they are also doing some great stuff. I have... I have three wonderful ladies in the studio. Haula Osman, who is the Morgan 99 president. We've got Rebecca Robertson, chairperson of the Media and Publicity Committee. 
and Martha Mwaku, who's a chairperson of the sponsorship committee, and they are joining us. Ladies, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, it's nice to see you. I love the purple. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Great, great, great. So, okay, we do know 25 years you are launching all of that. Um, why do you want to do something, you know, for your school? Why? Why? You left 25 years, you are a nice alumni, all of that. Why? Why do you want to do something for your school? Okay, so good morning once again and good morning to your mm -hmm. listeners. Um, we are doing something for our school because we are learning from the pace it is. Mm. Whilst we were in school, we had our past students mm -hmm. come to do something for us. In addition, um, even though we paid school fees, <laughs> the government also supported. <laughs> so... This is what we are also doing for our nation. Once we are doing it for our school, it is for the nation. Mm, I see. So so when do you plan on launching the 25th anniversary fundraising, all of that? Where is it happening? You know, all of those things. So thank you again. So it's happening tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. It's happening tomorrow at the St. James Catholic Church Hall in Osu. Tomorrow? Okay. Tomorrow, yes, yeah, okay. Saturday. So okay. we invite everyone to be there. I see. Now, what, what should people expect, those who will be there? What, what, what should they expect? What would they experience? I believe we really plan for the events um, for tomorrow. So mm -hmm. we're going to give our best to everyone who will be at the program. Mm. As far as Moga 99 is concerned, we never fail. Mm. Yeah. I see. <laughs> I see. So tomorrow, let's say, I mean, of course, God will know what happened. The launch is done. You raise funds. What, what's the next thing? Okay. So um, if I go to that, tomorrow it's at 11 a.m. Don't forget that 11 time. 11 a.m. Okay. The next thing is we are hitting the streets hard. For sponsorship, mm -hmm. CTFM, you are number one on our list. We are coming <laughs> to you. <laughs> so we are doing the sponsorship. We are going to individuals, companies, churches. We are actually going everywhere for sponsorship. Mm. So kindly, <laughs> listeners, welcome us when we come to your home. <laughs> yes, I it's see, important. I yes, I see. I'm sure you you need to find places where you have a lot of your former students you know, there as well. Yes, that, that would we be do. Good. We have one in our newsroom. Mm. So oh, I'll okay. lead you to here. Okay. <laughs> so start taking our collection from here. Yes, yes, yes. yes you can start from here. Good. So, so what, what, what are you doing? What Are you doing any projects? What exactly do you want to do for, for the school? Okay, so basically we have the MOGA project, okay, it's an all students project where once you finish school, we go back to give back to the school. Mm. So currently we are having the Legacy Library project, ICT project, where mm -hmm. we have about six year, group, year groups coming together to complete the project. Mm. So next year being our 25th anniversary is our turn to go back to complete the project. Okay. So we are here trying to source for funds, mm -hmm. raise some funds to go and complete the project. And you know, reading is very important. Mm -hmm. So okay. that's why you are here. I see. Mm. So, so this means your project is the library project, project that's yes. what you are completing yes okay okay so your, your task as a year group is to complete that project yes i see i see i mean 25 years if you contrast then till now what are some of the changes you've seen i'm sure you've gone back to school to see the state 25 years ago how how was it how was it like so i think that i must say that there's, that there's been a lot of improvement mm -hmm. um, a lot of development 25 years ago i remember uh, mother schools laughing at us that <laughs> we have classes under the summer hats mm. now you go that is not there that's, anymore that's everybody's in the classroom and again even the outlook of the school has improved mm. i see i see that's that's wonderful 25 years is a great time for change um you spoke about your project i just want to find out 
are you the only year group doing this or you are collaborating with other year groups so as i said initially we have a moga project okay. so like neck gives us a project to do so currently we've had other year groups also started with that project that's 96 year group 97 98 year groups so is is our 10 99 year group to also go and contribute oh, our quota okay. towards the project okay. yes so mm. we have about five four year groups already on that project so we are hoping to complete this project by next year i mm. see i see great I mean, can I just share some of your fondest memories of, of school? 25 years. Your yeah, mind has to do with um, um, our fetching water at our parents and then the singing on Fridays. Singing on Fridays? Yes, yeah. every Friday. Well, um, we meet and it's like um, the, the excitement alone is something else. Everyone mm. is preparing to go to the assembly hall because you're going to sing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Any, any other memories you want to share of your time? Somebody talked about singing, <laughs> fetching water. Mm. <laughs> the, the the porridge and then the <laughs> beef, and then the cassava and the cassava we used uh -huh. to have cassava as well too on we Thursdays and chips esculent tombs that's the name so we, on Thursdays we used to have cassava like the boiled cassava uh -huh. with or oh, either garden next to you or contemporary next to you and it we surprised the people who troop to the canteen just to, to enjoy and, it. just to enjoy it yeah I see mm -hmm. I mean okay all right Let, what two things one can you just tell us your school's motto or, or slogan I hear my colleagues saying it all the time but I don't want to believe it yeah yeah so. <laughs> Our school slogan is like it's it's Obranyuarabo. Okay, so it's true. She keeps yes. saying I, yeah. I don't believe yeah. it. Obranyuarabo. Time is weight, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's been our mantra since school and after school. Life is what how you make it. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. very important. Mm. I see. Yeah. Wonderful. Just final words to those who are listening, old students, you know, maybe parents or current students. What will you tell them, you know, as, as you get ready to launch your 25th anniversary and, and do your fundraising? We are inviting all of them to come tomorrow. Mm -hmm. The launch. Are the Santas invited? Yes, of the course. Are invited. Of course, we can't leave them out. Of course, actually, are coming their numbers. Yes, we can't leave them out. Invited a lot of ninety-nine year yeah, groups. groups. Okay. Yeah. We've invited Santa, Holy Child, the Brie Girls, Saint mm -hmm. Mary's. A lot of them actually, okay. and we've invited other Moga year groups as well. So we are asking that everybody out there should mm. pass by to support a good cause. We are giving a girl child an opportunity to, mm. read. to read so they yeah. should come out in their numbers to mm. support us tomorrow great thank you wonderful wonderful so you had a moga 99 they are launching 25 or 25th anniversary and they are doing their fundraising where's the venue again St. James, James Catholic Catholic Church, okay. Church Hall, the Church okay. Hall, the yeah. Church Hall. Yes, yeah. yes. wonderful. Is that eleven a.m.? Eleven a.m. Exactly. Wonderful. So eleven green starting. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so so much. I had uh, Hala Osman, Moga ninety nine president. I had Rebecca Robertson, chairperson of the Media and Publicity Media and Publicity Committee, and Martha Mwakun, chairperson sponsorship committee. Ladies, thank you so, so much. Yes, if there's a number you want, you want to leave so people can get in touch, please do that. Sure. Mm -hmm. So this is actually a Momo number, mm -hmm. mobile money. So those Very who important. want to support, the number is 053-048-1351. Mm -hmm. Okay, 053-048-1351. Yes. If they want to send in a donation, yes, they please. can do that on this number. Sure. Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, mutual is 10... Join them as they celebrate a decade of greatness. Now in Ghana, Old Mutual is the first insurance brand to introduce 
WhatsApp insurance and an annuity package. One mutual provides superior customer service to their clients through a 16-hour call center facility. A WhatsApp chatbot and a self-service portal for easy accessibility. Call Old Mutual on 0501-579204 or visit oldmutual.com.gh for more info. Old Mutual do great things every day. Now, the ECG or the Electricity Company of Ghana is informing their, their cherished customers who have paid up for the new service and separate meter service provision that they should visit their respective ECG district offices to be served. Customers should take note and take along their receipts of payment and any national ID to ascertain their identity and for the necessary official process and documentation. ECG takes the opportunity to remind all that customers who are caught in any form of illegality will be charged with the criminal offense of stealing in accordance with the law or in accordance with the law and their names will be published widely. Help ECG serve you better. Alright, that's our show for the morning. Many, many thanks for listening. My name is Nathan Kwa. I sat in for your regular host, Bernardino Koku Avlin. Show produced by Fred Jabano. Daniel Squashy supported us on technical. And I did a show with Godfrey Akotoboa for Richard the last guy. And Samala Thomas, he joined us to talk about the management bootcamp. It's 10. <laughs> Are you seeing your seniors? Of course. Ah. Yeah, proud Moga. <laughs> proud Moga. Yes. <laughs> That's wonderful. But they said I'm a baby. Oh. <laughs> a few years. I'm sure you are also calling others babies. Yes. Too. Those who are now in mm. school. <laughs>